for 72 months on a wide selection of 2017 Mini Countrymen. Shop Mini. One price, one person, one hour. Tune in tonight on Altitude as your Denver Nuggets look for a victory against the Utah Jazz. Pre-game starts tonight on Altitude at 7, tip-off at 8. Check us out on the web at altitudesports.com for channel numbers in your area. Don't forget to like Altitude on Facebook and follow us on Twitter for game previews and exclusive interviews with your favorite Nuggets players and coaches. Altitude Sports, your TV home for the Denver Nuggets. Tis the season of holiday joy with visions of sugar plums dancing in our heads. Unless Sugar Plum is the name of the nasty one-ton bucking bull competing at the National Western Stock Show in January, give the gift of rodeo this holiday season. Get two tickets to Colorado versus the World Pro Rodeo Finals and two tickets to PBR Bull Riding Finals for just 89 bucks. Wrap up all your holiday shopping at NationalWestern.com. KKSE, Parker, Denver, the best sports talk all day long. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Live from the Altitude 950 studios, the Vic Lombardi Show starts now. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, at the ones and twos, for the Vic Lombardi Show, the hardest working man in Denver, make some noise for Jesse Trujillo. On the wing, the man whose last name is impossible to pronounce, Marty O. At forward, the big redhead, notorious shoulder driver, H. W. Peterson. And in the hot seat, wearing the fancy black shorts. And he's always right, thinks he's always right. James Manchester Mirlat. And the man in the middle, he's a small man, but he's a good doctor. Attorney at flaw, makes a noise. Everybody up on your feet, no one sitting in your seat. It's time to meet Vic Lombardi. Well, this should be fun today. Certainly our share of fireworks on this show. We expect them to be fireworks. I don't know whatever to expect from Akib Talib. Due to join us at 8.15 this morning, this fresh off the news yesterday. What is the exact suspension, guys? H.W. James Merrillat joined us here on the Vic Lombardi Show this morning. Two-game suspension. Uh, prior to appeal. He will appeal, correct, fellas? Yes, he will appeal, but to me it's essentially a three-game suspension, right? I mean, he missed almost that entire Raiders game. This feels excessive and harsh, and like the league is trying to make an example out of Aqib Tlaib based on his reputation. Well, it's it's a sign that the league agreed with you and I, H.W. That was out of control and had the potential to get super ugly and they're not having any part of it that it was basically a message to everybody in the league of uh this crap ain't gonna fly and you know nearly a couple million dollars lighter in the pocketbook Akib Tlaib is helping to send that message to the rest of the league 1.3 million dollars is what it's going to cost to keep Tlaib by sitting out two games barring an appeal one of the most severe punishments, on-field punishments, in the history of the NFL. Uh, uh, reading some things about why the NFL chose this route. And uh, one of the uh, sentences that stuck out to me, guys, trying to sanitize the game from unsanctioned violence. 
That is considered unsanctioned violence. I think the reason why it's taken such a big, big suspension on is because it's spread, like from one sideline to the other. Mm-hmm. If it had ended on that sideline, right where they, you know, the one that they went into, if it ends right there, we might not even be talking about a suspension today. Maybe a one game. But the fact that it continued into the end zone and it took on another minute of, uh, of fisticuffs, that's why they're getting suspended because they made a scene out of it. It yeah. turned into a, Almost something outside the game. Well, and the word the league used was melee. And that's what it was. I mean, there were so many players involved. I mean, hell, Vic, there could have been a dozen guys kicked out of the game. There really could be, could have been if they'd have thrown everybody out who threw something remotely near a punch. And so it was, it was a melee. It was on the Broncos sideline. It went down into the end zone. Like it was chaos. And, you know, we debated it a lot yesterday. And I think. A lot of people thought it was, you know, badass and it was kind of funny and all that kind of stuff. Uh, the league I still do- think it was funny. The league doesn't think so. The league doesn't well, think you so. you know, from my perspective, from an entertainment value, I thought it was hilarious. Now, I'm not the one losing a million and a half dollars here. It's, it's Keith DeLeeb who's going to join us at 815. Um, any, you spoke to him before the suspension was handed down, correct, Will? You, you texted him before he found out about, uh, the penalty. So are we, completely certain that he will be on the other side of the phone at 8.15. Yeah, you know, he, I, I got to give him credit. He's always responsive. He's always right on it. And I, I was talking to some people before the show, and it's, you know, Akeem has this this bad reputation for people who don't know him because he does a lot of things on the field like that. Uh, he obviously had the very bad incident in Dallas. It was not his first off-the-field incident. So I'm not justifying his behavior, but getting to know Akeem Tlaib like I have with him doing your show He's actually a good dude. And I know that sounds so counterintuitive because the average fan driving around right now saying he's not a good dude. I promise you he's actually a good dude. He just has problems when he gets on the field sometimes. And he has problems when alcohol and guns are involved, if we're just being very fair. But legitimately, he's a good, responsive person who just has some very public meltdowns that, of course, we're going to all judge him on. But I can tell you behind the scenes, I like Aqib Tlaib, and I fully expect him to be on the phone at 8.15 today. Are you saying he has anger issues? Possibly. Anger but I, I think all, I think all three of us have anger issues, too. So who am I to judge, right? Well, those are going to be the most expensive chains he's ever snatched. Uh, the jewelry amounts to a lot of money. That's right. Two point, uh, or $1.3 million worth of chains. That is the... Suspension uh, without pay by the NFL, among the biggest sanctions ever uh, for an on-field incident. I mean, you think about the on-field incidents in the history of the NFL and what drew bigger suspensions. You remember when Albert Hainsworth was suspended five games for stepping on the head of Andre Girard? Remember that? Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. Uh, Cowboy Center just stepped on his head during the game. That was a five-game suspension. Dominican Sue was suspended two games for stomping on Evan Smith of the Packers. Uh, we've seen different suspensions before, but this one, wow. You know, I, I want to read very quickly, guys, before we move on. I want to read what the NFL sent to Aqib Tlaib on why they suspended him. Because I find this very curious that they would bring last year's account into play, even mm-hmm. though last year he was not at all flagged, fined, suspended, nothing for last year. This is what they wrote to Aqib Tlaib. Quote, The series of flagrant violations for which you are being disciplined began less than three minutes into the game. Fact. 
First, while competing on the field of play, you deliberately ripped your opponent's chain from his neck, just as you did last year when you played against him. Now, that sentence is curious, because last year, if he did it, he did, we saw it, how come they didn't address this last year? Why would they use something that happened a year ago that went without penalty and suddenly hold it hold it against him? I find that interesting. Do you not? Well, no, I do, and, and I think there's a there's a pretty simple answer to it. And the fact that they mentioned it was less than three minutes into the game starts to point this out. Of it's pretty hard in less than three minutes for there to be something that is based on the game that is doing this. Right, like, man, you, you and I can get under each other's skin in the first three minutes of the show, but it, it's pretty sure. tough. So it was obvious to the league of this is a beef that goes beyond the football field, and you it was two premeditated, and you two guys are bringing it yeah. into our sport, and we ain't gonna have that. And if sure. I'm the league, I'm with them because that becomes a scary proposition. If if people are bringing Lord only knows what in terms of off field issues and beefs. Into the game, I don't want to be, you know, crazy last Boy Scout movie scene guy, but you got to nip that crap in the bud, and that's why they did what they did. Because if you look at last year, then you look at this year, you look at it being three minutes into the game, it ain't about what happened in the football field, which was my point yesterday, which is why I had a problem with it. But doesn't the well, suspension still feel harsh? I mean, no. he, he, he already missed that full game. No. I mean, Ian Rappaport said yesterday on NFL Network, the NFL generally doesn't suspend people after ejections because the ejection essentially is a suspension. So we are now suspending Aqib Tlaib three games for this. That, that to me, feels harsh. I'm going to put uh, it this again. way. He's dodged, and pardon the, pardon the pun, he's dodged yeah. a lot of bullets when it comes to suspensions. Mm -hmm. It's overdue. It's yeah. overdue. Well, I'll say this. D does it happen, and I guess we'll never know, does it happen if Crabtree doesn't come out throwing haymakers? Does it happen at all? I don't Crabtree know. was the instigator. I'll give you that. Look, he it, was. No, it, it took two to tango, mm -hmm. right? And they were ready to go, and the chain was in in full view because he was trying to incite, and he had it taped down. To bait him. Yeah, he, knows, he had he it knows. taped down. Yes. He was prepared for it. So both guys came into the game not worried about game plans, not worried about results, not worried about their performance. It was to brawl. It was to battle each other, and that's, that's the problem. The case, okay, but if that's the case, if it's just a key versus Crabtree, why did Crabtree punch Chris Harris in the gut on the second play of the game? I don't know. Why I, was, can't, why I don't Chris know. Harrison? I have no well, idea how to get in his head. If, if one guy is the instigator, clearly, because he's fighting everybody, he's not just fighting to leap. One guy's out there punching people, pushing people, knocking people, doing things after the play. What's to leap to do? Now, here's where I disagree with you. Mm, come on. Here's where I disagree with you. He gets pushed out of bounds and in the process pulls the guy's chain. Okay, fun and games. To me, that's nothing. To me, that was n n not nearly uh, necessary for a suspension. Where it got ugly was after that incident, and then it spread into the end zone. And this is where I'll continue reading from the NFL report sent to keep to leave. This is why they suspended him right here. Quote, then... When the two of you went to the ground after the subsequent play, you aggressively removed his helmet and threw it in his direction, Correct. endangering him and various sideline personnel in the near vicinity. Finally, once you were momentarily separated from your opponent, you again engaged him and threw a punch. 
Such actions will have no place in this game. All right, so those things, that's why he was suspended. He had like Not nine infractions. Okay, but right. the initial, the initial pushing and shoving in the chain thing. Sure. I don't think the chain. I don't think he gets suspended for yanking the chain. I don't, I don't think, think he does either. I don't, I don't think that's an issue. Two chains doesn't matter. What mattered was after that incident where we lost a little bit of it because the camera cut away. Uh, the camera cut away when it got really ugly when the helmet came off and he tossed the helmet. Well, no, I saw him chuck chuck the helmet. He's standing like on the the thick white line and he takes it and he chucks it with his right hand. Toward the, toward out of bounds. And it's just, I, I don't think the extended block going out of bounds and those two tussling and Akib standing up for himself and saying, well, if you're going to keep blocking me, I'm going to chuck you the ground. None of that would have got a suspension. None of it. It was all the asinine things after that. So that's why yesterday was frustrating to me because it wasn't that the guy can't defend himself. It's that you can't lose your mind and cause a melee. And that's not a that's not a crazy notion. You can defend yourself. You can be aggressive. It's a violent sport. You can't rip a guy's helmet off, chuck it toward other people, and then go have a, a sparring match in the end zone thirty seconds later. You can't. You you seem upset as if the Broncos actually had reason to win and compete at nope. this point. You guys seem upset. You know, I'm secretly, not even secretly, I am now publicly because you're hearing me say this. I feel bad for a keep because it's going to cost him money. But in terms of what the Broncos hope to accomplish, this is great. This works just according to plan. I can get this on the awesome. same page with you there. It is a good thing that they're... That, this is great. You know what? Trot out Brendan Langley against Miami. Exactly. I, Give him some reps. Yeah. I don't, I don't disagree with you guys. I don't. I don't. Again, my point yesterday on it was... Dude, it doesn't matter when it happens in a game when you're three and seven. You're gonna do the same thing when you're seven and three, cause you are what you are. And this type of behavior, this lack of control, is why they're three and seven to begin with. Cause we okay. saw this bull crap in training camp, preseason, and the first ten weeks of the year. A little well, bit different form, but that's what we saw. I know what you're getting at. So I'm going to ask the question. The question that you guys all are thinking. Alright, and I'm gonna ask it. I'm going to ask Akib at 8.15 if these actions, if his shenanigans might cost him a spot on this roster next season, if he feels that's it. I'm going to flat out ask I think it's what a he says. good, fair question. I don't think it should, for the record, but it's a fair question. Did you hear what Ryan Harris said yesterday about Akib Talib? No. said the Broncos should give him a four-year extension today to prove that they have his back and they did not appreciate Vance Joseph throwing him under the bus in his press conference after the game. I thought that was a pretty enlightening statement from a former teammate. What we pedestrians believe is right is is not the case in a locker room. A locker room is a different culture, man. It's a different deal. I mean, manhood and all that masculinity that you guys mock, that's real. I don't mock it. I don't mock it. I don't mock it. I just think you can... There's a line where you don't have to cross. And Vance Joseph, once again, when he came out yesterday and said, we're not going to discipline him internally, continued to show he has absolutely no spine and no control of his football team. And they're three and eight and the worst team this, te- the worst team this franchise has had in 50 years. Enjoy. Well, Akeem Talib is not the only local athlete handed down a suspension. Gabriel Landeskog doubled the suspension for what he did. We'll explain that. And I'll tell you why I'm in Salt Lake City staring at a beautiful dresser, one that I want to buy for my home. That's next on the Vic Lombardi Show, live from Utah, the Nuggets against the Jazz tonight. We're giving away tickets to the Nuggets Bowl this week. Tune in 
Remember the hotline number, 303-753-0950. Find out how to win those tickets later in the show. you got the Lombardi Show with H.W. and James Merrillat right here on Altitude 950. With Thanksgiving in the rearview mirror, it's officially Christmas season. And this holiday season, give yourself the gift that keeps on giving. I'm talking about extra money in your monthly budget. How do you do that? Give my friends at American Financing a call at 303-695-7000 or check them out online at AmericanFinancing.net. With the holidays around the corner, wouldn't it be great to skip mortgage payments until the new year? Believe it or not, you might be able to do just that. With a home loan refinance, you're paying off your current mortgages and getting yourself into a newer cheaper mortgage and because it's a new loan you may be able to postpone up to two payments depending on when you close how can you get this done again give my friends at american financing a call 303-695-7000 check them out online at americanfinancing.net they employ salary based mortgage consultants are colorado family owned and operated right here in our own backyard and they're the official mortgage company of altitude 950 again american financing 303-695-7000 online at american financing Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Kreckman and Harris. Coming up on the Tuesday edition of the Kreckman and Harris show, we've been trying to get everybody to fight Nate Kreckman today, but he's been diffusing and walking away. Yeah, and I'm going to be on the show starting at 3 o'clock, so that's what you're supposed to do. You know, show up for work and do your job, unlike Akeem Tlaib. Well, will I be on the show? Will I be doing the Critics' Corner? Will we be talking about the Nuggets' upcoming game? There's a good chance Ryan Harris will be suspended Tuesday afternoon. Kreckman and Harris. Every weekday afternoon, 3 to 6, only on Alpha. 950. With the holidays in full swing, CVS Pharmacy knows that every little thing you cross off your list makes the season a little less stressful. Start with a $10 CVS Pharmacy cash card, yours when you spend $30 on select items. Then pick up a Christmas tree decorating kit, now just $4.99. Hallmark boxed cards, now buy one, get one 50% off. A wreath for your front door, and maybe even something for yourself. Stop into your neighborhood CVS pharmacy today and save big on all the little things you need this holiday. Sophia went through a lot of tutoring and got minimal results. For her ADHD, she was almost off the charts. None of the typical therapies met her needs. We felt like we were constantly playing catch-up. There was great guilt, like I had done something wrong. I hadn't taught my child what she needed to learn. She wasn't functioning in society. I knew I knew this was going to be the solution. Brain balance is the answer for your kid because it didn't just mask the problems, it actually addressed the issue. That little girl that wants to do well, that wants to please, that wants to make the right choices is actually able to make the right choices and to please now. This is not my kid anymore. This is this totally different kid. I don't doubt for a moment that I made the right decision in taking Sophia to Brain Balance. It has completely, completely changed our lives. For ADHD, dyslexia, and other processing disorders, Brain Balance works. Call 800-877-5500. That's 800-877-5500 or go to brainbalance.com. Sip, shop, and savor the season at the Denver Chris Kindle Market near the Clock Tower in downtown Denver. This free European marketplace hosted by the German-American Chamber is open daily through December 23rd. Full details at denverchriskindlemarket.com. Tune in tonight on Altitude as your Denver Nuggets look for a victory against the Utah Jazz. Pre-game starts tonight on Altitude at 7, tip-off at 8. Check us out on the web at altitudesports.com for channel numbers in your area. Don't forget to like Altitude on Facebook 
and follow us on Twitter for game previews and exclusive interviews with your favorite Nuggets players and coaches. Altitude Sports, your TV home for the Denver Nuggets. Hey, Vic Lombardi here, and it's that time of year when we give thanks for all the good things in our lives. Me, I am thankful anytime I can get a good night's sleep. But if you have sleep apnea, or if you share a bed with someone who does, you may not feel so thankful if you're not getting relief from your CPAP machine. And you're not alone. Studies show more than 50% of people who have a CPAP machine don't even use it. Well, the future of sleep therapy is here, and it's called Inspire. Inspire is a sleep apnea solution doesn't require a mask or a hose. Inspire works inside your body with your natural breathing process. It's a small device implanted under the skin that delivers mild stimulation to keep your airway open while you sleep. Inspire is FDA approved and currently being offered in over 100 leading medical centers across the country. The freedom to sleep, like everyone else, is just a click away. Visit InspireSleep.com to learn more, review important safety information, and to find out about a free Inspire educational event on Thursday, December 7th, at the Medical Center of the Rockies in Loveland. That's InspireSleep.com. Do you have a hankering for some real, authentic, quality Colorado Mexican food? Make your way down to Real de Minas. Experience the ambiance and taste of Mexico with their meals prepared from the freshest of ingredients. And when you're in the mood to unwind, the happy hours at Real de Minas will help. Live music, karaoke, and delicious, authentic Mexican food, it's Real de Minas with four convenient locations. Find the location closest to you and drool over their online menu at RealDeMinasRestaurant.com. The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. Volume building around the system. This report is brought to you by the T.J. Martell Foundation. And there's a three-car crash on southbound Federal at 80th, blocking the left and center lanes. Traffic backed up to 92nd. In the Foxfield area, there's an accident on westbound Arapahoe approaching Buckley, causing some backups there. Join the T.J. Martell Foundation in the fight against leukemia, cancer, and AIDS. Your support helps facilitate cutting-edge research that will lead to more effective treatments and save more lives. Visit tjmartell.org to learn more. I'm Janine LaRose with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Okay, um, starting with... uh Paxton Lynch, he's got a high ankle sprain, right high ankle sprain. He's out two to four weeks. Okay, uh, Domitop Petko's got a uh, right uh, MCL sprain in his right knee. One to two weeks, and Derek Wolf's got a neck sprain. He's still being evaluated, and we're not sure um, how serious it, it is right now. So that's it as far as injuries. All right, so let's review, shall we? Tlaib's out two games, suspension. Paxton Lynch may not play another game for the Broncos this season or next, forever. Uh, I don't know what you do with Pecco with that injury, and Derek Wolf continues to have issues with his neck. So you guys see the writing on the wall. If you're the Denver Broncos at this point, and you're 3-8, and eight, you've lost seven in a row, you sort of want to take it easy with veteran players. Why push them, you know? Play the youngins, let the youngins have a few runs, that thing. There's no reason to push these guys into action if you're uh, circling the drain on the season. Do you agree? Yeah, no doubt. I mean, I've, you know, I've said it multiple times. Three and 13 would be best for this team. And now more than ever, three and 13 would be best for this team. There's no doubt in my mind 
getting them a top five pick is important. And for everyone who says, well, John Elway can't draft. Yeah, he's not a very good drafter, but guess what? The one time in his tenure he had a top five pick, he drafted a Super Bowl MVP. And does he deserve a ton of credit for picking Von Miller? No, because that draft was loaded. But to just dismiss that he's going to mess up this top five pick is silly because the only other time he had a top five pick, he got a Super Bowl MVP. So I think a top five pick would be a good thing for the Broncos. Meanwhile, in other suspension news, Gabriel Landeskog of the Avalanche, also a captain, mind you, Two Denver captains suspended this week. Landy suspended four games for a cross-check to the head of Calgary's Matthew Kachuk. You know, I watched most of that game Saturday, and I, honest to God, don't remember the play. I had to go back and look at it, and looking at it again, it was pretty severe. Now, whether it's worth four games is obviously debatable. He hit him across the face. Again, that's a, a league that is trying to trying to shut down this excessive violence stuff. Uh, according to the league, and I'll give the NHL credit, you know what the NHL does, guys, that the NFL does not? When they issue a penalty of any sort, when they do something that the referees are involved in or uh, the NHL um, headquarters where they review plays, they, they have these videos that they uh, they put out there to explain why they called it the way they did. I wish the NFL did that because it's so matter-of-fact. They, they showed the video of Landy cross-checking Kachuk, and then they explained why it was worthy of a suspension, let alone four games. But the way they break it down, it's like, okay, that's that makes sense. Thank you. Just share information. That's all you have to do is share information. You know, some of these other leagues can take a page from the NHL about sharing information. I appreciated their transparency, but at the same time, Vic, the NHL is nearly as inconsistent as the NFL is when it comes to discipline. I understand Landy was a quote-unquote repeat offender, although that had been a while. I thought four games was harsh. I'm not defending what he did. I'm not defending the second hit because that was bad and it was dangerous, but I thought four games was excessive and harsh. That, to me, should have been more like one or two games. I thought four was a pretty steep price by the league, uh, a league that also is developing a reputation as being fairly inconsistent with their discipline. Well, we'll discuss that with Coach Bednar tomorrow. He joins us at 7.30 every Wednesday on the show, and Coach Bednar says, "Less the, the intent wasn't there. It was, it was an accident. He didn't mean to hit. But th- what the NHL is trying to police is no accidents, no excuses. You have to be careful with your stick. So I see what the NHL is trying to do from the um, from the Avs perspective. It wasn't a blatant. I want to break this guy's face. It was an ill-advised hit that was not intended to hit him in the mouth. But the the league issues discipline." Uh, by virtue of guys not controlling their sticks. You have to, that's a weapon out there, man. Can you imagine if NFL players play with sticks? Can, Can you imagine, imagine the Oakland Alameda Coliseum on Sunday if they played with sticks? <laughs> you know, it's crazy. I mean, that is a game, the NHL, where they have weapons in their hands. They actually have weapons that they're carrying around. So, I mean, it's a different policing process altogether. All right, guys, let's get going. We're a little late to our uh, piping hot takes. I am the greatest. Because I spit hot fire. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station, and the Vic Lombardi Show present Piping Hot Takes. Brought to you by Porter at Venice Hospital. Top 5% in the nation for robotic prostate surgery. It's Vince Hot Take. By the way, I'm taking your comments or questions to relay to Aqib Tlaib at uh, 8.15 today. 
This uh, gentleman on the, the text line just offered this one. Vic, make sure you ask Akib why he took the bait if he was out there just to play ball. My fifth grader knew he was being set up. Why didn't Talib? Well, good question. He was obviously a setup. Everybody's wearing chains on that Raiders sideline. I will ask that question. All right, here's my hot take. It's pretty simple. I think yesterday what happened to me after the show on my way to the airport for this trip to Salt Lake City is I sit here in this Salt Lake hotel room broadcasting live on Altitude 950. I think it was a metaphor for the Broncos season, what happened to me. I'm just minding my own business, driving down I-70, doing my thing, on my way to the airport, when all of a sudden, guys, and tell me if you've been in this situation, boom, I lost complete control of my car. I mean, it's just like, what the hell just happened? My right front passenger tire hit a pothole. Not a large one, mind you. Just a small pothole. Just one of those cumbersome potholes that show up in Denver all the time. Thank you, CDOT. And it blew up the tire. Completely unraveled the tire. I mean, I'm riding rim for about a block and a half. I go to the side of the road, and I sit there and look at this situation, and I wonder, what the hell am I supposed to do now? Because, to be honest with you, I'm an idiot, and I really don't know how to deal with this stuff. I look for my spare tire. That's the first thing I look for. Lo and behold, I do not own a spare tire. I looked all over my car for one, in the trunk, underneath the car, on the hood, in the glove compartment, in the back seat. I do not have a spare tire. I had no idea I did not own a spare tire. So my next move was to call the tow company, which I did, and they towed that sucker out of there. Took it right to the tire shop where I had to deal with it on another level. So my question is, is that not a metaphor for the Broncos season? Because that's what I was living yesterday. That was a Broncos season. Everything's going great. You know, you start the season, you're winning games. The offense seems explosive at times. You blow out Dallas. Everybody's happy. Then you hit a pothole in losing to the Giants at home after a bye week, and everything falls apart. What do you do next? How do you handle it? Do you roll up your sleeves? Do you take time to fix the problem? Do you just attach a little fake tire to it, those little fake tires, and drive around all day? What do you do? How do you fix it? I don't know, and I don't know how you fix the Broncos either. I think it's a very similar situation. I think potholes... Why, what's with the potholes in Denver, by the way? Is it the snow? Is that, is that what causes them? Is it, it the moisture? It's a hot and cold thing, and some moisture gets in the cracks, and yeah, I mean, there's expansion. I mean, I could go on and on. Here's my conclusion. It is a metaphor on the Broncos season. My conclusion is this. I have to buy a car better equipped for these bumps in the road. I blame myself because I like to go, let's get the sports car out there. Let's take it for a spin. And this is what you get. Those high-profile tires, you hit a bump in the road, and boom, boom goes the dynamite, right? So get a better car, better equipped for the conditions. The Broncos have to get a car better equipped for the conditions here. They have not found one yet. Find one. Take care of it. And please, by all means, find a backup quarterback. Find a spare tire. I did not have one. Next hot take. It's HW's Hot Take. I'll keep it short and sweet, but when I saw this tweet from Adam Schefter last night, I laughed. I didn't like the brawl. I thought the brawl was embarrassing. I thought it was a poor reflection on the Broncos and on their head coach, Vance Joseph. But this tweet was funny. Raiders wide receiver Michael Crabtree taped his chain to himself before Sunday's game, knowing he was facing the chain-snatching Broncos cornerback Aqib Tlaib, and Tlaib still got it. Regardless of what you think of the brawl, which both Manchester and I were not fans of, I think it's funny as all heck. 
that Aqib Talib still snatched the chain after it was taped onto Michael Crabtree. Good for Talib for getting the chain. That's pretty funny. Why is he wearing the damn chain? Guys, uh, here's how the next five weeks are going to go. Uh, yesterday was actually really bad news for Broncos fans because you're not going to get to see Paxton Lynch actually start two straight games. We're not going to find out anything about the guy. Um, and we're back to Trevor Simeon. Broncos' next five games. Miami, terrible. Jets, terrible. Indianapolis, terrible. Washington, mediocre. Kansas City, mediocre. They're going to go three and two, get to six and ten. Hmm, sounds like something somebody predicted. And then we are going to get these stories from Mike Kliss and company in the offseason. Well, you know, Trevor started three and one and he finished three and two. I mean, that's six and three. If you can kind of figure out that, then, you know, you're really on pace to 11 and five, 12 and four. And then we're going to get this, you know, in his 27 starts, he's 14 and 13. He's above 500. You know what Kirk Cousins was in his first 27 starts? 12 and 15. So do you want one guy for seven hundred eighteen thousand dollars in twenty eighteen, or do you want the other guy for twenty five million dollars? And then they're going to look at Paxton Lynch and say, "Well, we've only got to see him in three starts. He's only played two full games. If he's on the roster, he's two point five million dollars against the cap. If we trade him, he's two point five million dollars against the cap. So that's a wash. If we cut him, he's three point two million or four point five million, depending on if it's before or after June first. So we're going to keep him. And you know what we're going to have?" 2018 is going to be an exact replay of 2017, which was an exact replay of 2016. Prepare for it. The next five weeks, unless the Broncos are awful, as they've been all year, they're going to talk themselves into Trevor Simeon, Paxton Lynch, 3.0. I can already tell you the stories they're going to write. I can already tell you the numbers they're going to use to justify this crap. And it is the worst possible scenario. The media in this town, fans in this town, need to remember how they feel right now about these quarterbacks and keep reminding the Valley of how everybody feels about these quarterbacks right now. Because they don't have one on the roster. They don't. We've all discovered it. They have to get someone else. We're going to have the same thing for the third year in a row in 2018. So you mean to tell me that the... um communication via the media will impact who the Broncos starter will be next year. And that's where I that's where I, you and I are always at odds. If the, the only stories coming out, do, if the only stories nothing, coming out zero. are from the same guy who justified that John Elway is one of the top 5 drafters in the NFL and he's you saying he, he's saying you want 14 and 13 for $718,000 or 20 and 15 for $25 million. That's going to be the story, well, dude. That's going to be the story. But you think he wields that kind of influence? You think you think stories written by us schmucks like us is going to determine who the Bronco quarterback is going to be? Why do Again, you? Why do you think the why Broncos? Do you consistently why, put this on the media? Why this did, has nothing to do with the media? Why did the Broncos put out that propaganda story over the weekend? That's the Broncos. That's not the media. No, it was so nine news. Sure it was nine news. It was Mike Kliss, and I guarantee you, he didn't do the freaking research. Who, why did they put it out? Because for the first time in six years, and for the first time in his life, John Elway was getting some heat. So it was propaganda time. And who's going to put out the propaganda? The home of the, the home of the team, the biggest news station in town. So yes, I think it has an impact. I do. So you think whatever? Otherwise, they the wouldn't do it. They wouldn't do it, dude. Is what the Broncos will do. So if the media then says the Broncos should go hire Will Ferrell 
as the next coach of the team, then that will happen. Okay, so you don't you don't think when that propaganda story comes out that if Mark Kisla and Paul Klee and every other great columnist in this town rips them for it and says balderdash and says this is a bunch of BS and we shouldn't have it again, you don't think that has any impact down there? None. It could have some influence, but it doesn't determine what they do. Okay. It doesn't determine what they do at all. I mean, I, I just, again, we are what we are. We're, okay. We okay. are the media. We're, we're not the decision makers. Jesse, we just don't make save the this. Decisions. Just save this because in March, we will get that story from Mike Cliff. Just save my entire hot take. Just mark it down. You got the Vic Lombardi Show. When we come back, I want to get your impression on what happens to Paxton Lynch from here on out. Plus, the Nuggets in Utah tonight, big game. A huge game, in my opinion. I'll tell you why. We're giving away Nuggets tickets for the Bulls game on Thursday night. So uh, prepare to dial in 303-753-0950. Trivia time for Nuggets tickets. All on this Vic Lombardi Show, live from Salt Lake. Piping Hot Takes has been brought to you by Porter at Venice Hospital. Top 5% in the nation for robotic prostate surgery. The more things change. Well, Paxton, uh, we trying to change what's happened offensively. The more they stay the same. And this stays the same, too. We're breaking down your broken Broncos. They don't have a scheme. They don't have talent. They don't have the ability to make trade. The goal is to competitively lose games from here on out, as many as you can. The most in-depth and honest Broncos analysis, Altitude 950. You haven't slept in who knows how long. You dread going to the mailbox, and your spouse just said the word divorce. When you owe back taxes to the state of the IRS, it affects your whole life. I've been in your shoes. I'm Jack McDonough, founder of Blackfin IRS Solutions. Years ago, when I owed the IRS tens of thousands of dollars, I couldn't eat. I couldn't sleep. I had a knot in my stomach 24-7. You're probably like a lot of taxpayers. You work hard every day at your job or small business. You may own your own home and have a few bucks in a retirement account. Don't let the IRS take it all away. Blackfin IRS Solutions will deal with the IRS and come up with a final resolution so you can get some sleep again. I can help you because I've been there. If you're in Colorado, call the one company who has been in your shoes, Blackfin IRS Solutions. Online at blackfinirs.com. For your free in-person consultation, call 303-904-1450. 303-904-1450. That's 303-904-1450. Don't just dream about driving a souped-up cool 4x4. Have your dreams become a reality and have it built at Colorado Off-Road in Littleton. Lift your Jeep sky high, add bigger tires. Running boards and winches to that pickup truck. LED lighting, air intakes, and power chips. Colorado Off-Road has all of your parts and accessories for your vehicle. In Littleton, behind the Phil Long Ford dealership, in the Signature Building, on Wadsworth and Quincy. Browse their online showroom at cooffroad.com. Colorado Off-Road. We're all looking for balance. We're so busy with family, with work, and now the holidays. If you know someone who needs a retreat, Five Wellbeing Studio and Spa is an oasis where they can relax and do something good for themselves. Get them a holiday gift certificate to take a yoga class or have a five-star spa day with hot stone massage. Make your loved one a priority and get back in balance at Five Wellbeing Studio and Spa in Littleton. Purchase a $125 gift certificate and receive a $25 gift from them to you. Save hundreds on your next Yukon, Buick Encore, Sierra 1500, or Acadia at Sus Buick GMC. At Sus, there are no dealer fees ever. 
ever. The price you see is the price you pay plus tax. Sus saves you hundreds on their vast selection of over 500 new and used cars and trucks. So when you're looking at the sleek and powerful new GMC Terrain on Sus.net, you can focus on how you'll spend the hundreds you saved. Sus Buick GMC, where they treat you like family. Family owned for over 35 years at 1301 South Havana in Aurora. Buying or selling a home doesn't have to be stressful. Now there's a one-stop shop where they treat you right. Metro 21 Real Estate Group is taking the pain out of buying or selling a home. Lucas Akers and his team of agents are all over the Denver area, and they can help you save money. Why pay a 6% commission fee? With Metro 21 Real Estate Group, the total commission rate is as low as 3.99%. Call 303-430-HOME to find out how they can help you. Or check them out online at Metro21Homes.com to see the value of your home and to see what Lucas and his team can do for you. Whether you're looking for a home or selling yours, give them a call. It's Metro 21 Real Estate Group, 303-430-HOME. That's 303-430-HOME. Metro 21 Real Estate Group. And tell them you heard about what they have to offer on the radio. What's at Lamar's Donuts that you won't find at any ordinary donut shop? How about gourmet indulgences of the highest quality? Lamar's Donuts are always made by hand daily and with only the best ingredients. That was Ray's way. Come enjoy our delicious donuts at one of our nine conveniently located Colorado Lamar's. And also visit us online at lamars.com. That's lamars.com, where we have simply a better donut. Next time you want to drive up the hill to play at the casinos in Central City, don't crawl up that old twisty canyon stuck behind slow buses and gravel trucks. Do what I do. Take I-70 to the Central City Casino Parkway. It's a quick, easy, scenic drive. And best of all, it's a modern four-lane highway. Central City offers everything you need. Hotels, dining, bars open 24-7, and live casino action day or night. So remember, don't take old twisty. Cruise I-70 to the parkway and take the four lanes to fun. Berg Simpson is a law firm with a national reputation and proven results. Berg Simpson, your fighters for justice when the game is on the line. Go to BergSimpson.com. That's B-U-R-G Simpson.com. Good lawyers changing lives. This is Steve Berg of the Berg Simpson Law Firm. If you've been injured, don't leave the important choice of legal representation to just anyone. We have proven results, and you can check for yourself at BergSimpson.com. That's BergSimpson.com. Berg Simpson. Good lawyers changing lives. Hi, it's Drew Goodman. There is one road that will always remain the same. It is familiar, it is comfortable, and its destination is somewhere we never quite left. It's the road home. Make your road home a memorable one this year by starting your holiday season at Shop BMW for the Road Home Sales Event. From the iconic 3 Series starting at $299 a month to the attention-commanding X6, there are more models than ever featuring X-Drive all-wheel drive technology. Shop BMW. One price, one person, one hour. The Altitude 950 traffic update. Still working an accident on eastbound C-470 approaching Wadsworth. That's backing things up for about three miles through there. And there's a three-car crash on southbound Federal at 80th blocking the left and center lanes. Traffic backed up to 92nd. In the Foxfield area, there's a crash on westbound Arapaho approaching Buckley. That one involves a semi with a fuel spill. Also seeing some backups through there. And heavy volume slowing around much of the rest of the system. I'm Janine LaRose with traffic on Altitude 950. The Altitude 950 hotline is now open. Call-
call 303-753-0950 to join the show. Yeah, I told the guys today, I said simple, simple uh, details execution for us, self-inflicted wounds and penalties. That's That's been our issue. The last two weeks we've lost by one possession, and we've turned the ball over inside of the two-yard line two weeks in a row. So you can't do that. Right? It was a 13-point swing against the Bengals and a 14-point swing against the uh, Raiders there. So guys are playing hard. You know, that's not a problem for us. Yesterday you watched the game, and guys are fighting to the end. We're trying to finish the game and get the ball back to try to score and tie the game. That's Vance Joseph. Um, got some news regarding Aqib Tlaib. Nothing on his suspension, but he is going to meet with his um, agent, his attorneys, this morning in regards to his appeal. Thus, his appearance on our show will be postponed until tomorrow. Just got that bad news. HW's been in uh, communication with Aqib, but it's totally understandable. I mean, I'm not going to fight this. I'm not going to say, no, you're doing it. I mean, he's got 1.3 million reasons to focus on his appeal today, so I totally understand. I hope you guys as well. Yeah, no, I do. Aqib was very respectful. He and I just exchanged about five text messages, and he just said, Listen, man, I'm sorry. I got to focus on the appeal today and I'll talk to you guys at 8:15 tomorrow and like you said, he's got more money than I can even comprehend on the line today, so I do not blame him one iota. That Vance Joseph clip we had coming back is just the epitome of a guy who has no clue. None at all, right? Like he's last- trying to find some some sliver of positive right. in what has become a season gone completely awry. Because last week they got a late touchdown to make that game twenty to seventeen. It was twenty to ten with what four minutes to play. And this week it was twenty one nothing with five minutes to play or whatever it was. I mean, the problem isn't a turnover in the red zone. Did that help? No. But he's been preaching for weeks we just need to play a clean game, a clean game, a clean game. They had one turnover. The turnover battle was what? Even? The Broncos forced the fumble on by Shaq Barrett, so it was one to one. I mean it wasn't the issue. Yeah, it took points off the board, but it, that's not why you were behind 21 to nothing in the fourth quarter. It's just, again, and I know you get tired of me saying it, Vic, but that's just spin. That's just bull crap. It is. Sure, it's spin. It's spin, but understand where the spin comes from. It, I get it, it but you, our you, job you, is to say put... it's spin and to say That's what we do. Bull. And that's exactly what we're doing, and that's why you allow people to think for themselves. I mean, just because somebody writes a certain column or spins a certain angle doesn't make it gospel. No, it doesn't. But if somebody doesn't say, hey, this is bull, then how's anybody going to know it's bull? They're just going to think, well, I guess that's true. Nobody's protesting it, so must be true. So, sorry, I'm here to protest. And I'm going to keep doing it because I'm tired oh, of the spin. Good for you. I mean, uh, if you think that's going to solve things, great. Because Quantara Smith having thir- having 15 career games. Does anybody remember Quantara Smith playing a moment for the Broncos? One minute. One minute. He's got 15 games to his name. That helps create the stat that they use to show what a great drafter John Elway is. What a bunch of garbage. It's garbage. Garbage. He's so, re-signed well, three of his draft picks. He's re-signed okay. three of them. He's let everybody okay. else walk. We agree with you. I I agree. Again, what what what's the point? What I mean, we we all get this. We all understand. No, but Vic, Vic I'm with Manchester here that you can't. You you have to. Excuse me. You have to educate people that what 
is written by that guy is is what the Broncos want written, and, and you shouldn't take it seriously at all. Like, is that not fair to tell people that? Again, you you you're thinking for people who are you're assuming they're not sophisticated enough to figure that out. Well, how many? They people, but they don't live in our world, Vic. John, the accountant, doesn't live in our world. He doesn't go to Dove Valley and see that the, this is happening. Like, I'm, I'm just trying to tell people that, like, don't take what that guy writes seriously. That's all I'm saying. How many people fell for fake news stories on both sides during the election? How many? Yeah. Oh, it's on Facebook. Must be true. Uh, must sure. be true. I mean, how many? It, it was millions. So. I, I just, I, I don't think they spend the time to sit there and go, well, uh, let me decipher this. It's on freaking 9news.com. They think that's an independent news source. It's the number one TV station in Denver. Okay, but here's Why the would problem. they question here's, it? Here's the flaw in your argument. What, what, what is an independent news source anymore? Does that even exist in our line of work? We're not independent. We're above board about what we're not we're independent, not independent about. Independent. Nobody's independent. What is indep- what does that mean? I mean, if that's the case, you're you're casting, you're making it sound like we all got to be above board when we're all owned by different people. It's it's a tough business because everyone has a bias in this business. It's just the way it is. I don't. I think it's up to viewers. And, sure, you do. No, I don't. <laughs> you work for an owner. You're not going to say the same thing about Cronky teams as you would the Broncos. You're not. I'm not gonna. Rip him for playing Jameer Nelson instead of Jamal Murray yeah, and Emmanuel Moutier? I did James, it for a year. James, you know, you know, and I know that this is the business model we live in. This is what we do. Okay, and again, and I've said it a million times. I also have no problem, and you don't, coming on the airwave and admitting we work for the guy who owns the Nuggets, the Abs, the Rapids, and the Rams. No problem. Sure. No problem. I, We're above board about our about our connection and about I, our. I'll give you an example. Quote I'll give unquote you an example conflict. Something I don't like that goes on. You know, with with the Nuggets. Why was this? Why was this Millsap injury sort of hidden and masked and nobody would talk about it? And then he has surgery on Sunday. Why do people do that? Why do teams do that? What, what's agree. so secretive about surgery? We all knew he got injured. We all saw it. It's a fair I mean, question. It's a fair question. But I don't, I don't get it. I don't come on here and make up stats to spin away the Av season last year. I don't. Neither do you. Neither does Mark Mosier. Nobody does. Yeah, I get it. But you got to be careful. We're treading in, in in regards to who dictates what, because in the end, I mean, every member of the media is biased. I said it during the election too. If you think you're unbiased, you're lying to yourself. Agreed. You but there's in one direction. I agree. You know you do. I agree, but there are levels where it goes. It's so egregious it needs but to be called out. But bias is bias. That's the thing. Bias no. is bias, whether it's one iota or an extreme. You're still biased, no matter what. Read that story. Read how many times he says you can't argue with this. It's facts. It's numbers. You can't argue with it. It oh, was so it above the board, above board, in t- or, or not above board in terms of. What it was? It was a joke. It was a joke. The guy's a crappy drafter, and he writes a story about how he's a great drafter, and I'm supposed to sit here and go, no, that's no big deal, whatever. We all got our bias. Sorry, not going to happen. Again, I'd love to spend two hours talking about that, but we've exceeded our limit for the morning. Let's uh, let's discuss let's discuss why Akeem Talib can't visit with us today. What what it means to the Broncos from here on out. Why Paxton Lynch may never take another snap with the Broncos. That's interesting, too. How much they owe him if he remains 
on the roster or if they cut him in the offseason. Because I have no idea what they're going to do with Paxton at this point. Plus, Nuggets tickets to give away. HW, let's come up with some trivia questions. What do you say? I've got a couple on my end. Yes, sir. Let's do it. Away. We got a bunch of them to give away this morning. Live from Salt Lake City, I'm here for the Nuggets-Utah game tonight. Uh, I think it's one of those games the Nuggets got to win, especially when you look at the road trip coming up in a couple weeks. They got a tough one, a tough roadie. So these are games that are very winnable. We'll discuss right here on the Vic Lombardi Show. My daughter couldn't keep up with math in school. It was it was really hard for her. Brooke has an above average IQ, and yet she wasn't learning. You're frustrated. You're unable to get those answers and solutions that you're looking for, and you're exhausted because you've gone through every other option. I feel like all I did was yell at my kid all day. We just got through pretty much until we found Brain Balance. That's when she started to thrive. Brain Balance is the answer for your kid because it didn't just mask the problems, it actually addressed the issue. We started seeing huge differences in her behavior. Suddenly things were clicking for her. I would ask him how he did in school and he'd smile. When those things start to click, when those things start to go, it's so exciting. Brain balance didn't just help for Brooklyn, it helped for our whole family. Brain balance worked for my kids. There is hope for your struggling child. Brain Balance works. Call 800-877-5500. That's 800-877-5500. Or go to brainbalance.com. Sam's number three. We've been coming for about 12, 13 years now. It's like home. All our all our waitresses are just like family, you know. I had the honey smoked salmon Caesar salad. It's delish. I think green chili goes with everything. We did eat. We we ate a lot. Colorado things. Service is awesome. They treat you well here. Tacos, the burritos, and then the Greek. I think there are certain rules that you have to eat green chili while watching football. So Sam's number three in Aurora, off of Anna Parker, in Glendale, off Cherry and Leesdale, and downtown, off Fifteenth and Curtis. Hi, I'm Gary Bell of the law firm of Bell & Pollock. We are injury attorneys. We do only injury cases, have for years. In fact, for over 25 years. An accident is just another ordinary event for the insurance company, but it's anything but ordinary for you. Don't get hurt twice in the same accident. Once in the accident and again on the insurance claim. The insurance company has its own lawyers, its own doctors. Who do you have? Champions of the people. Bell & Pollock. Find us at championsofthepeople.com. That's right, championsofthepeople.com. For a reason, we'll help you. Everything's great. You're humming along to your favorite holiday music, happy as can be. Having a pleasant little drive because you think you're on your way to the best deals of the holiday season. But did you check eBay? If you did, you'd know we have price match guarantee on eBay deals all season long, which means the best deals on gifts from Adidas to Samsung to Dyson, and all with free shipping. So keep humming your favorite holiday tune, but make sure to check eBay deals for the best prices all season long. eBay. Fill your cart with color. The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. Still working an accident on eastbound C-470 approaching Wadsworth. That's backing things up for about three miles through there. And there's a three-car crash on southbound Federal at 80th blocking the left and center lanes. Traffic backed up to 92nd. In the Foxfield area, there's a crash on westbound Arapaho approaching Buckley. That one involves a semi with a fuel spill. Also seeing some backups through there. And heavy volume slowing around much of the rest of the system. I'm Janine LaRose with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. All right, I'm in Salt Lake City this morning. By the way, this hotel room continues to amaze me where, where these NBA teams enjoy the lap of luxury. 
I had no idea hotels of this nature existed in Salt Lake. Guys, I'm looking at a, at a hotel room. All right, now it's just me. I'm a small man. You realize I don't need a large area. King-size bed. It's three different rooms in one. A huge foyer when you walk into the room with a major closet, like a walk-in closet to put your jackets or smoking jackets, whatnot. Then you get through to the living room area, which I'm in. I'm broadcasting from the living room area. I've got a full furniture set here. i got a couch, two chairs, television, a beautiful dresser, lamps. This is a room that's probably inside of a studio apartment in most cities. Then another set of double doors into the bedroom area. King-size bed. There's like a, a table here to put all your clothes. From there to the left, you have an area before you get to the bathroom, which is sort of like a um, closet and a safe. And then the large bathroom with a huge shower, huge jacuzzi bathtub. This is where I'm at today. This is the NBA. This is the life of the NBA. You tell me why I should even come home. Well, I, I, I don't know how much we'd miss you. you know? I mean, this is beautiful. You could just... You just stay out there, do the show from there every morning. It might might be good for all of us. These guys have it too easy, man. I'm telling you, they should be. Maybe that's why it's so hard to play in the NBA when you get used to this kind of atmosphere, this kind of living. How do you get up for a game? So maybe you know we shouldn't give the boy they've been on the road excuse. That's what I'm saying. Uh huh. Uh huh. I'm with you. I'm with you. And you we, know, act, we act like I it's know 19. It's in the collective bargaining agreement, but by God, this is. This is easy living. Put it that way. Uh, we haven't been on a road trip yet, so. Yeah, when do we get to come with you? We've we've talked about this on this show before. I mean, wouldn't it be fun if all three of us were at a Salt Lake City hotel room right no, now I mean, doing this? He's only no. going on like eight of them this year. Yeah, how many are you going on, by the way? Uh, I'm not sure exactly. I'll let you guys know mm. as we go along. Could you worry. sacrifice one for the rest of us, maybe? No, it's not how it works on this side. Uh, I went to a G League game last night. I spent my night to take that off the bucket list. I watched a G League game in Salt Lake City. By the way, big crowd. They love their basketball in this town. I'll give them that much. They love their hoops. I saw Monte Morris, the uh, Nuggets rookie who played for Iowa State. He's good, guys. I'm telling you right now, he's good. He's going to be a player in this league. That G League is incredibly talented. You watch G League games and you're saying, my God, how much does it take to get to the NBA? Because these guys can ball. Any G League team, put it this way. You know, you always hear these things about, well, could uh, could Kentucky beat the worst team in the NBA? Which is, you know, crap. A G League team would win the NCAA championship hands down. Blow everybody out. It wouldn't even be close. That's how good the G League is. These are all proven ex-college players. And uh, Monte Morris is good. Wait, so they got Monte Morris in the second round this year out of Iowa State, and yes. you think the Nuggets will and need to find a way to get Monte Morris involved at some point well, down maybe the line not this year, right? But right. somewhere down the line, he'll okay. be a player. All right, well, he'll that's encouraging. I mean, Tim Connolly has hit on a lot of late picks, and sounds like from what you're saying, he hit on another one in, in Monte if Morris. He was, if if not the best player on the floor, one of the best players on the floor last night. And again, these are all guys who. Uh, represent other NBA teams around the league. Salt Lake represents the Utah team, uh, and, uh, he plays for Rio Grande, which is a Rockets, uh, branch, but, uh, he was the best player on the court. I mean, he was really, really good. Uh, fellas, I'm reading this because, you know, again, I'm in Salt Lake. What is, what is going on, and not to go completely off topic, what is going on there with the, uh, five points and, 
the big debate about gentrification and all that business in downtown Denver? Uh, Why are people boycotting? And sus- what, what is happening there? Ink I Coffee keep about boycotts. Ink Coffee put out a sign uh, gentrifying the neighborhood since 2014 or whatever it was. Uh, okay. And people took offense to it because they've changed the neighborhood, or the neighborhood has changed. A lot of people who've lived there for a long time have been displaced, you know, kind of priced out of the neighborhood. They took uh, they took offense to it. That's basically. Right. I, it. I look at this two ways. I. I, I, okay, I, I think it is somewhat petty for them to put a sign like that out there, right? I mean, that's sort of, why would you do that? I mean, almost like a slap in the face of the yeah. people that. There's no upside. There. It's dumb. Yeah, I mean, wh- why would you do that? Whoever came up with that marketing idea is moronic. That's fine. At the same time, what's so wrong with improving a neighborhood? I, I grew up in North Denver. It's completely different today than it was 20 years ago. It's day and night, right? It, it, there's no, no greater Example of gentrification than North Denver. Trust me. Make a trip there someday. You mean the Highlands? Call it something else. Yes. Yes. Don't say it. Well, call it something else. And it's a word we don't hear a lot. So the definition of gentrification is the process of renovating and improving a house or district so that it conforms to middle class taste. That's the definition. Conforms to middle class taste. I wouldn't even call it middle class because most of the people that move there, they make money. I mean, if you go to the Highlands, as you call it now, North Denver, it's not cheap. It's I'm just reading it, reading you the definition, but um, it, it, you know, it's the process of renovation by means of the influx of more affluent residents is also okay. So as people are getting displaced from their neighborhood and they're not happy about it, I I understand yeah. that, but I can understand uh, again both accounts. There's nothing wrong with improving the look of a city or an area. I mean, if I, I love the way it looks today versus what it looked like 20 years ago. At the same time, my parents hate it. My parents hate the fact that all of these residences are being purchased around them and completely scraped, and then you get these new design homes, these these modern homes that all look the same. They hate it. They, they like the old ways, and I, I get it. I totally get it. So I get both sides of it. But the the boy, what are you boycotting exactly? What what exactly what what do you want to stop people doing? You want to stop people from buying homes, renovating homes, improving neighborhoods? What, what exactly are you against? You're never going to stop this. I think People they're against the coffee shop. Okay, the coffee shop is one thing, but... They didn't like the fact that they put the sign up. It, it's a complex okay. issue that I'm not I'm not qualified to weigh in on. Why? But this is happening all opinion. over the country. It's happening all over our city. You, you because I, right. I genuinely see both sides of it. Well, that's an opinion. So I'm not because uh, I, I can come here and hot take a keep to leave, but I'm not going to hot take the, uh, an issue that genuinely affects a lot of people and a lot but, of people have very understand. passionate thoughts and if you own views home, on. If you own a home and you invest a lot of money in that home and you fix it up, you mow the lawn and you put in hedges and you build a new fence and you take care of it, and the person next to you does not take care of their home. Aren't you somewhat upset, disappointed? I mean, you did what you could to fix your home. Don't you want more of that? Yes, I, I think, yes. On a surface level, we'd all agree that it would be nice to live in a neighborhood where everyone takes care of their property. Yes. Would you be more comfortable if we went back to arguing about Mike Cliss? Yes. <laughs> but we're not allowed to talk about that. So. Well, trust me, I'd rather talk gentrification in that topic. That, we, we've taken that for a spin so many times, I'm dizzy. Well, he keeps doing uh, dumb things. That ain't my fault. I mean, yeah. if he quit doing dumb things, I'd quit bringing it up. Vic, we've got so many tickets to give away. We've got a pretty fun Power 5 that we can do right. next to. It so. is the uh, top of the hour. Uh, tickets are coming. 
Power Five is coming. If you've uh, just tuned in, Akib Talib, unfortunately, just notified us a few minutes ago, will not join us at 8.15 because he is going to be handling his appeal. So this all happened late. Akib has always been on time. He's always been on the show. He's never missed a show with us on Tuesday. But we totally understand why this time around he's going to have to postpone until tomorrow. Akib Talib today is going to focus on trying to get some of his money back. Two-game suspension, about $1.3 million he's due to lose if he doesn't appeal this thing. We'll reset the show when we come back, giving Nuggets tickets away right here on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Coming up tonight, the Nuggets are back on the road as they head to Utah to take on the Jazz. Tip-off is at 8 o'clock with the pregame show, getting it away at 7.35. Jason Kosminski, the radio voice of the Nuggets, will be on the call. KKSE, Parker, Denver, home of the Nuggets, home of the Avalanche, and the most in-depth and honest Broncos analysis, Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Alright, hold on, i got a problem You know, I know we're a sports show, but I've got a major problem with this statement, if this is the case. Alright? The term gentrification, according to the text line, has historically been racially charged. That's what the outcry is about. Okay, you can see it from that angle. Again, I grew up in North Denver. Gentrification's happening right now. There are a lot of white people that are being outpriced. There are a lot of Italian people that are being outpriced. Where's the racially charged situation there? I, I don't know. Gentrification is what it is. Why does it have to be racial? Where's the racial angle here? Why does everything that happened in this world, in this country, have to be racially charged? Because we want it to be? Because we want to go there? (laughs) It depends on where you grew up and how you grew up. Don't give me that crap. Because it's happening in five points? So it's, it's different because it's happening in five points versus North Denver? What's the difference? People are being outpriced everywhere. What's the difference? What difference is it what race you are? Is that that's how the newspaper described it, or? I mean, that's that sort from? of the, the that's the feeling you're getting here. That that's what gentrification means, right? You know, you have your definition from the book, but what it means is you're getting it's a, it's a it's a racial thing. You can't afford to live where you want to live, and you're getting pushed out. I happen to disagree with that. It's happening all over the city. It doesn't matter what race. No, I would agree with okay, you. Well, I, I don't I think mean, it's it, the racial bothers, thing. I don't. It bothers the hell out of me. I don't know why that bothers me, but it does. Again, I've been born and raised here. I've seen the city grow. I've seen it change. Some of the change I don't like. Some of the change you deal with. I know why it's changing. I see why it's changing. But to put this spin on it all the time and to hide behind this, well, it's racially motivated. No, it's not. Well, We all agree that ink coffee is stupid to market it that way. That's dumb. And there's gentrification in all parts of town. All parts. Don't lean on that crutch today. Please. All right, let's give away some tickets. What hey, Chubby. Oh, sorry. I thought we were rolling the fancy intro there for the power Me five. Too. Yeah, let's hit it, Jesse. Here we go. What can we not get enough of today? So hot right now. Let's dive into the power five. All right, Vic. So keep to leave snatched. Michael Crabtree's chain, even though as we've learned from Adam Schefter that Crabtree had taped it down 
but he still got it. So it got us thinking. I got to give Manchester credit on this. It got us thinking. Crabtree obviously has to wear that thing for good luck or something, or he's baiting to leave. But we want to know on the Reem Pro Partners text line 30933, what do you wear for good luck? 30933, our favorite one on the text line. We'll get you a pair of tickets to go see Nuggets Bulls on Thursday at 7 p.m. over at the Pepsi Center. And we'll also do trivia later in the show for another pair of Nuggets Bulls tickets. Plus, we're giving away Lakers tickets later this week. So, Altitude 950 consistently hooks you up with the best tickets. What do you wear for good luck? 30933, our favorite ones going to the Nuggets game. So, one of the most famous was Michael Jordan always wore his North Carolina practice shorts under yeah. his game shorts for the Bulls. That was a good luck thing. That was, so we're yes. looking for those kind of examples. I um I have a good luck cup that I've worn since I was in third grade, and I wear it every time I have a big event a competition. I usually wear it during shows, live shows as well. So I have a good luck cup that's, that is a good uh, 40 years of age. That's good. That's good. When the third grade cup still fits. Yes. So yes. I've never been into like a good luck kind of thing. I don't wear anything for good luck. But I will admit on these airwaves this morning, did you guys go through a bad necklace phase in your life? Like you just wait, wore... wait, 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 wait. What do you mean a bad necklace? There's no such thing as a bad necklace. Remember, you're talking to an Italian here. We wear necklaces. Okay. We do. Well, do you want to know what my bad necklace phase was? What is it? I thought it was cool when I was in like middle school to wear a puka shell necklace. That's embarrassing. I don't know what that is. You don't yeah. know what a puka shell is? And it's pretty bad unless you're like. On the beach in Jamaica. Yeah, or, or you're like a Backstreet Boy or something, <laughs> right? <laughs> right. Describe what a puka shell it's is. It's like to me. white shells, a ton of white shells really closely put together, and yes. the whole necklace is a bunch of little white shells. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's weird. You know, uh-huh. I had one of those, uh, I had one of those little uh, Italian horns. Are you familiar with those, James? You mm-hmm. know the kind I'm talking about. It looks like a pepper. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you're a dig, you wear these things. And I remember I was playing basketball, and the coach used to always tell us, don't wear your jewelry playing basketball, and I would I would always wear it. And somebody throws me a chest pass, and those things were sharp at the end. And the ball hits me in the horn, and it punctures my chest, essentially. I still have a scar to this yeah. end where that horn entered that's, my chest. That's no good. That's no yes. good at all. I had a Denver Broncos painter's cap that I swore was good luck when I wore it to Mile High Stadium, so I wore it to every home <laughs> Bronco game cap. for about four years. Do you still have it? Uh, it's probably somewhere at my, uh, at my mom and dad's house. Yeah. I had that. So I had, I had three things. I had the, I had the painter's cap. And then in one hand, I had the little Bronco flag, which was on like a blue stick. And I don't know. The flag was probably 10 inch by 10 inch. And then on the other hand, I had my foam number one finger. Like I was raring to go. Wait, you actually had a foam finger? I was raring to go. Oh and gosh, I, took, I always joke about foam fingers. You I, legitimately had I one. I was like seven. Okay, that's fair. And I, so from about seven to ten, man, that was my, that was my game day look. I had to have those three things. Didn't matter what else, didn't matter the weather. I would wear, you know, clothes for that. But those three things, they were a go. You know, I used to have, and I can't find it anymore, I, everything's lost in a couple of the moves we've made, but I had one of those original Catholics versus Convicts t-shirts that were Ooh, made. that'd be cool. Day. That'd be yeah, cool. had one of those suckers. Kept it for a while. Gone now, but I had one. That's a that's a collector's item. So, Vic, you uh, said that you wear a good luck cup, which I don't think you actually do. Do you actually have any good luck things that you wear or no? Nah, I've grown grown out of that phase. You're not in your puka shell phase anymore? I used to. No, no. I, yeah. I, grew, I grew out of that phase. You don't put your keys in your left pocket when you golf or something like that? Nope. Nope. My hair, um, that's the yeah. charm. But other than that, I have nothing. So okay. we're looking for 
for things people wear, use, uh, whatever it may be, for a superstitious basis. That's that's what we're looking for. That is our Correct. power five? Correct. Yes, yeah. 30933. Keep them coming in. We will read some of our favorites, and our favorite one will go to the Nuggets and Bulls on Thursday night. At 7 o'clock, it's a Nuggets night out. Get one ticket and one beer for just 23 bucks a person. Nuggets.com or 303-287-DUNK. By the way, starting tomorrow, we're not only going to give away Nuggets Bulls tickets, but we got a Nuggets Lakers uh, deal coming up this weekend that's going to blow your mind. Okay, not only tickets to the game, but an opportunity to visit with Fat Lever, the legendary Fat Lever who uh, is going to be at the game Saturday night at Pepsi Center. Uh, we'll give you more details on that. That's sort of a teaser uh, to be listening for the rest of this week. Not only tickets to the game, but a chance to shake hands with one of the greats in Nuggets history. Yeah, it's a meet and greet with Fat Lever before the game. Some of our winners of Nuggets Lakers tickets will get to meet Fat Lever, I'm sure, get a photo with him, all that kind of stuff. It'll be pretty cool. And these are all really good lead-ins to the big prize. Is that next week that we start the big prize? Which is, you get to go to the is game. Is this official? Yeah, you get to okay. go to the game, and then you get to go to Club Lexus, and then you get to sit courtside with HW and I. I mean, that's a prize. That is a prize. That is a prize. Vic, will you uh, come hang out with us courtside when, when you're working there that night? Well, if you find me a seat. Will you interview us like we're a Bronco? Yeah. <laughs> Sitting between you guys. I want to hear you guys talk. I want to hear you trash talk a little bit. You could ask us what we think Elway called us off, yeah. you know? That'd be yeah. great, yeah. I want to, I want to report on you guys getting kicked out of the game. That would be fun. <laughs> maybe, we, maybe we could go heckle LeBron, you know? I wonder how that would go over. God, I'm reading some of these texts coming in. I think we tapped onto something with this gentrification thing. Uh oh. I was hoping it was, uh, I was hoping it was good luck charms. Sorry, it just ticks me off. We, we have gotten zero good luck charm texts. What? All gentrification texts. 30933, come on. That's what I see on my end. Your text line ain't working right then. You know, Coors Field was the ultimate in gentrification. Look at how much Coors Field changed Lodo. Lodo used to be a place, when I grew up, you didn't even venture to Lodo. Lodo was non-existent. You went nowhere near it. Those are drug dealers in Lodo. That's where you got shot in Lodo. Okay? Well, you my, my dad used to work at the railroad. If you ventured into Lodo, you do not come back. Well, now Lodo is an appeal for the city. You probably remember when Larimer Square was like Skid Row. Right? I mean, it was Different deal, man. I, I don't get it. I don't get why people are all up in arms. What's wrong with you people? When I, I used to ride my bike as a kid in North Denver, you, you rode hoping you wouldn't get the bike stolen. You hoped it wouldn't get stolen. I go to that same neighborhood today. I'll leave my bike outside saying, take it. Nobody will. That's good. That's not bad. That's good. They fix it for you. You got the Vic Lombardi Show, Altitude 950. All right, homeowners, you got to sell that house. I know you do. Troy Hansford of the Hansford Real Estate Team is the only agent you need to call. He's going to make you this offer. Sell your house at a price and a time you agree on, or he'll cut you a check for $5,000. Troy has an exclusive system for marketing. It's all about the marketing of these houses. He's proven to get clients the most money through marketing. No obligation, no high pressure, no risk. Give him a call today. 720-900-4433. That's 720-900-4433. 
Altitude 950, Denver's All Sports Station. Here's what you missed on the latest Mark Mosier Show. Teams have done this kind of thing, but the Broncos right now are absolutely dysfunctional. Not only on the football field, but it seems like up and down the chain of command as well. And so I started just to think that this is such a deeper thing with the Denver Broncos that, man, oh, man, they've got to figure this out. They've got to do it right now because this is getting bad. And now the more I think about it, too, the absence of Pat Bolin, and now you're seeing all of the ramifications of that come to fruition. Now you're seeing it because there's no central figure there's, that there's is there's running not this a, organization. There's not a solid line in the sand. Correct. Boss, employee. There is no longer that. Mark Mosier, every weekday afternoon, 1 to 3, only on Altitude 950. Hey, Vic Lombardi here, and it's that time of year when we give thanks for all the good things in our lives. Me, I am thankful anytime I can get a good night's sleep. But if you have sleep apnea, or if you share a bed with someone who does, you may not feel so thankful if you're not getting relief from your CPAP machine. And you're not alone. Studies show more than 50% of people who have a CPAP machine don't even use it. Well, the future of sleep therapy is here, and it's called Inspire. Inspire is a sleep apnea solution. doesn't require a mask or a hose. Inspire works inside your body with your natural breathing process. It's a small device implanted under the skin that delivers mild stimulation to keep your airway open while you sleep. Inspire is FDA approved and currently being offered in over 100 leading medical centers across the country. The freedom to sleep, like everyone else, is just a click away. Visit InspireSleep.com to learn more, review important safety information, and to find out about a free Inspire educational event on Thursday, December 7th, at the Medical Center of the Rockies in Loveland. That's InspireSleep.com. What's at Lamar's Donuts that you won't find at any ordinary donut shop? How about gourmet indulgences of the highest quality? Lamar's Donuts are always made by hand daily and with only the best ingredients. That was Ray's way. Come enjoy our delicious donuts at one of our nine conveniently located Colorado Lamar's. And also visit us online at lamars.com. That's lamars.com, where we have simply a better donut. The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. Still working an accident on eastbound C-470 approaching Wadsworth, blocking the left lane traffic backed up past Ken Carroll. This report is brought to you by the Foundation for a Better Life. And there's a crash on northbound I-25 at Hampton. That stretch sluggish all the way back to C-470. Winston Churchill's words stirred his country in the face of defeat. Today they inspire us to reach for our own victories. Commitment. Pass it on. From the Foundation for a Better Life at Values.com. I'm Janine LaRose with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950. Denver's All Sports Station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Oh, this is funny. I'm reading this, uh, meme. Is that what they call these things? So a couple years ago, Nick Saban goes public and says, you have to win your conference. You should win your conference to be in the CFB playoff. He insisted on that. Well, guess what? Alabama's not going to win its conference this year. And now he says, I think this team deserves the opportunity to get in the playoff by what this team has been able to accomplish. Can't have it both ways, my man. Which way do you want it? Now, I agree with him. I think Alabama should be in the college playoff. I think they're one of the best four teams in the country. But they got to figure out it's one way or the other. There's, there are too many subjective terms when it comes to picking the top four teams in this. It's just too hard. Right, guys? Do you see it this way? 
Yeah, and you know, the, you get the people who say, wow, it's good. People are debating it. That's good. It's like, no, it's not. It's like the restaurant saying, you know what? If we're constantly in the news for food poisoning, that's good. It'd be better if people were talking about you because you had good food. It's not a good thing for college football that people are constantly talking about what a mess their selection system is. Well, it just needs to go to eight. I think eight's the perfect number, right? I think 16, it gets a little diluted, but I think eight with quarters, semis, and finals would be the right number. Even if you go to eight, though, Will, people are always going to debate teams nine and ten. There's always going to be a debate somewhere. Sure, but if you're nine or ten, my argument would be you had plenty of chances. If you're five and you're undefeated Wisconsin and you somehow get left out of this, that's crap. So I think eight is the nice middle ground number. I mean, you were saying yesterday you want to see UCF get a chance or whatever. Sure. If you're at eight, I can justify giving UCF a chance to be one of those eight. They should get their shot. They're undefeated. At four, I can't really justify giving them a shot. So I think think eight's the number. I think they need to expand it. Just a little more. I think 16 would be diluted, uh, but I think 8 would be the the happy medium that the college football playoff should go to. I mean, they have time, Dick. Uh, think about how much time they wait between the end of the season and playing these damn games. I mean, the whole that's what, that's all their student-athlete things, like, come on, you're, you're just lying that's, to us. Yeah, that's yeah. what bothers me most is the one-month gap between the end of the regular season and bowl season, which is completely useless. And I don't, don't sell me on this. They're taking finals business. It's a waste of time. If you really want to incorporate a playoff system, get playing right after the regular season. Move on with it. Let's go. Don't give me a one month delay. That delay does no good for anyone. Totally agree there. So I, I think, I think you should go to eight. I think you should play the quarters in mid December. You should play the semis around Christmas and you should play the championship on New Year's Day and call it good. Uh, from the text line, Derek says, luck is ridiculous. I'm a grown man. I wake up in the morning, put on my pants, I go to work. It doesn't matter what the event is. <laughs> you know what? A lot of me agrees with Derek. The whole luck thing. You're not superstitious at all? Gee, Derek, not you're really. fun. Uh, I guess I, I'm more of a believer in karma. More of a karma guy. Mm. You know who's learning the lesson of karma? Who? John Elway. Mmm. Treat people like crap for years and years and years, and all of a sudden people don't want to work for you and coach for you and play for you. Funny how that worked. Somebody mentioned that two and a half years ago. You did say that Elway was getting a bad reputation. Do you think that bad reputation has caught up to him? Uh, Yes, I do. Mm. In high school, for good luck, we wore the same T-shirt at practice every day. We would have a contest to see if it got super crusty. So that you could stand it up in the locker just by itself. Jeez. It's <laughs> pretty gross. I guarantee you oh there are God. guys on the Broncos roster and the Avs roster who wear the same shirt underneath their uniform for every game. Yeah, I agree with you on that. I guarantee. You know, those, those, those hockey guys are, I mean, first of all, nothing smells worse than a hockey room, right? Those pads, I mean, it's just unbelievably bad. The I have heinous smell from a hockey room is un, unbearable. I have the exact same breakfast every morning coming into this show. Uh, for good luck, I might have to change it. Why is that? Uh, maybe Vic will be nice <laughs> if I yeah. don't have a banana and a coffee. If you're Ooh. tuning in right now expecting to hear Akib Talib and you don't hear his voice, there's a legitimate reason Akib is focusing on his appeal today. He let us know about an hour ago that he would be unable to do the show today. He'll join us tomorrow at the same time. So tomorrow, Akib leave today, he's working on getting some of his money back because uh, he got hit with a two-game suspension last night. Two games, no money. 
Yeah, and I... No salary. I said it when we found out at the time, and I feel the need to repeat it, that Akib was out in front of this. He texted me this morning very early and let me know. He was apologetic. He said, can we please do it tomorrow? So uh, you can all have your perceptions of Akib Tlaib, and a lot of that is very well earned. Don't get me wrong, but um, he is not blowing us off. He's responsible about this, and I fully expect him to be on these airwaves tomorrow, and he's got a 1.3 million reasons to focus on his appeal today. I want to read this text from Luis, who is a loyal listener and a texter, and I love his opinions. I really do. And this is where you and I are going to disagree, Luis. I grew up again. I don't need to tell you where I grew up. My my best friends were Hispanic, so uh, don't don't take me down that road if you don't want to listen to this. He says, he writes in, quote, Love the show, but you got me heated, Vic. I grew up going to some great Hispanic businesses off of 32nd Avenue. The buildings got bought up, new non-Hispanic tenants, and all of a sudden the area is considered trendy, but race has nothing to do with it. All right, brother. That's what he writes. Here's my answer to that, Luis. I grew up in the same neighborhood. You don't have to sell. You don't have to sell. I know a lot of great Hispanics who didn't sell. My parents didn't sell. Who's forcing people to sell? Who's putting a gun to your head saying sell? Well, I think there's a lot of, know who that is. I think there's a lot of people who live in those neighborhoods who don't own, they rent. And now they can't okay. afford the rent. I get that too, but I mean, the point is, it's, 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 it's capitalism. It happens everywhere. There are a lot of people that still live there that grew up there. What about those people that started different businesses? That have thrived in business? That are of different race? Why does it always have to be racially motivated here? What about the white people that got moved out? Well, and there's also the the question of what would you prefer to happen? Like we, there, people don't move in and try to improve but the I, neighborhood. Just, and back to Luis, it's okay for a couple white. It's all right for white people to to get moved, but for the Hispanics, it's not that it's race. I mean, what the hell? What what are we talking about here? I, I don't like that crutch. It's a crutch, and we use it far too often in this country. It ticks me off. Again, I grew up with. All kinds of diversity around me. I loved the old North Denver. It's not what it is anymore. It's a different lay of the land. In some cases, it's great. In some cases, it's bad. I can ride my bike around now without it getting stolen every day. That's the difference. For me, that's good. You may think it's bad, but whatever. Love the opinion. We respectfully disagree. Uh, a few more Power 5 texts coming in here. What do you wear for good luck in honor of Michael Crabtree? Continuing to wear his chain that Aqib Tlaib snatched off. Uh, let's see. I carried, oh, this is cool. I carried a Thai peace beanie bear while deployed in Afghanistan while running combat operations. That's a really good one. That's pretty cool. Had the, the lucky beanie baby while fighting for the that's country. Cool. I think that's cool. Derek would say he doesn't need it, but yeah. <laughs> Uh, a few more here. My golf game sucks if I don't empty my pockets. I can only have a T and ball marker in my pockets. There you go. See? I like that one, too. Uh, this isn't Nuggets related, but hopefully it still qualifies me for the Nuggets Bulls tickets. I think the Avalanche should release a special jersey in honor of their trip to Sweden earlier this year. It would be the Colorado Avalanche jersey. It would be fun to wear, but don't ask Kyle Keefe where to buy one. He still doesn't know where Sweden even is. Good text, except it totally doesn't understand the way this contest is working. Yeah, but the avalanche is actually kind of a good idea. That's, and that's pretty And he took a shot at Kyle, so. But it has nothing to do with good That luck. was our buddy Trent from Golden, actually, who took a shot at you last week, and I tried to hook Trent up with tickets for him. What was his shot at me? Uh, something about your Twitter in July or something. I don't remember. <laughs>
<laughs> it was I just good, retweeted though. a tweet from a year ago today where I mentioned that I said something in July. I figured you'd appreciate that. There you go. Uh, let's see here. I wear a rosary every day on some of the worst days I've ever had. Forgot to wear it. Never had it out in the open. Just under the shirt, Keith. Man, that's the biggest. That's a big enterprise. If you're running around with a rosary, those beads can get tangled. Is it a mini rosary or is it a full rosary? Because mm. the mini rosary, I understand. The full rosary, that's a lot to carry. Mm-hmm. Uh, six six four nine says rumor is Larry Walker had a route to the ballpark that was exactly thirty three miles. Have really? you guys ever heard that one before? I have not. I haven't no. either. It wouldn't surprise me, though, because baseball players are ultra superstitious. I mean, Wade Boggs had chicken before every game for 20 years. Uh 1203 says, it's nice to not hear Akeem on air. Why? He's like the best interview in Denver. I don't get that text. Yeah, that makes zero sense at yeah. all. That's the mm-hmm. conversation everybody wanted to hear today, and now they'll get to hear it tomorrow. 8.15 tomorrow with Aqib Tlaib. He handling his appeal today, if you're just tuning in. From 4533, again, I, I consider this an open forum, and I will take any opinion, whether you agree or disagree with me. That's the beauty of this show. Vic, what right do you have to tell people that have been displaced from the neighborhood that it's a good thing? You're part of the problem, you moron. You think I think it's a good thing that someone goes displaced? You think I, I'm openly trumpeting that? Oh, great, yeah. I'm not saying that, dude. I'm saying since when is it a bad thing to improve the lot of a neighborhood? Why is that bad? Why is that racist as it's being alleged? There's nothing racist about it. Neighborhoods all over the country are changing. Now, if some of them are racially motivated, shame on them. I don't think so. Gentrification doesn't automatically mean racism. I got a problem with that aspect. That's my problem. You got the Vic Lombardi Show. Jeff Legwald coming up at 9 a.m. Giving away more of these Nuggets Bulls tickets as well. Is Leggy coming in? He'll be here. He'll be here. Right. You should tell him I'm not there. I'm in Salt Lake. I did. Leggy insisted on coming in. We like having Leggy in. Is he going to do a victory lap? Hey, they do serve whiskey in Salt Lake. Really? You did you have it? to provide yes, nine do. forms of ID? That's no, why no, I hate man. that you... place. I went there no, for dude. Sundance and I was like, can I get no. a beer? And they're like, yeah, we just need your social security number. And I'm like, what? You're so wrong. I had a completely different expectation here walking around last night. It's a beautiful city. I love it here. It's nice. I walked into a place, got me a whiskey. I didn't have to show extra ID, nothing. It was easy. Yeah, their liquor laws are stupid. Maybe, maybe it's your face. You got the big Lombardi show. We're back after this. Altitude 950, home of the apps, has another ultimate avalanche experience. Score! We think you've been a little naughty. Must have squawked something to him. Not sure what he said. So Altitude 950 is putting you in the penalty box at Pepsi Center. Final penalty and holding. Get in there. Seriously, we're going to do that. Seriously? We're putting you and three friends in the penalty box before the Abs and Sabres game on December 5th. Hopefully, that fixes your attitude. Because after that, we'll move you to four great seats for the game. So keep your head up and keep it on Altitude 950 all day for your chance to qualify. I think it's time for me to get some. We're all looking for balance. We're so busy with family, with work, and now the holidays. If you know someone who needs a retreat, Five Wellbeing Studio and Spa is an oasis where they can relax and do something good for themselves. Get them a holiday gift certificate to take a yoga class or have a five-star spa day with hot stone massage. Make your loved one a priority and get back in balance at Five Wellbeing Studio and Spa in Littleton. Purchase a $125 gift certificate and receive a $25 gift from from them to you. 
Berg Simpson is a law firm with a national reputation and proven results. Berg Simpson, your fighters for justice when the game is on the line. Go to BergSimpson.com. That's B-U-R-G Simpson.com. Good lawyers changing lives. This is Holly Kammerer of the Berg Simpson Law Firm. If you've been injured, don't leave the important choice of legal representation to just anyone. We have proven results, and you can check for yourself at BergSimpson.com. That's BergSimpson.com. Berg Simpson. Good lawyers, changing lives. Medved marches on. Save thousands on new GMC Sierra and Canyon trucks, including heavy duties, crew cabs, 4x4s, and duallys. And Medved has acres of all-wheel drive Buicks like Envision, Enclave, and Encore. Go to MedvedChevroletBuickGMC.com for details. Medved sells trucks. Medved sells trucks. Small business owners, it's not too early to be thinking about those year-end tax savings. A Section 179 deduction on a new vehicle can save thousands on your tax bill. Medved Chevrolet Buick GMC. Just minutes south of Lincoln on the I-25 corridor to part the 181 ramp Castle Rock. Experience the new Buick. GMC. We are professional grade. Medved sells trucks. Medved sells trucks. Online at MedvedChevroletBuickGMC.com. Medved sells trucks. Don't just dream about driving a souped-up, cool 4x4. Have your dreams become a reality and have it built at Colorado Off-Road in Littleton. Lift your Jeep sky high, add bigger tires, running boards, and winches to that pickup truck. LED lighting, air intakes, and power chips. Colorado Off-Road has all of your parts and accessories for your vehicle. In Littleton, behind the Phil Long Ford dealership, in the Signature Building, on Wadsworth and Quincy. Browse their online showroom at cooffroad.com. Colorado Off-Road. You haven't slept in who knows how long. You dread going to the mailbox, and your spouse just said the word divorce. When you owe back taxes to the state of the IRS, it affects your whole life. I've been in your shoes. I'm Jack McDonough, founder of Blackfin IRS Solutions. Years ago, when I owed the IRS tens of thousands of dollars, I couldn't eat. I couldn't sleep. I had a knot in my stomach 24-7. You're probably like a lot of taxpayers. You work hard every day at your job with small business. You may own your own home and have a few bucks in a retirement account. Don't let the IRS take it all away. Blackfin IRS Solutions will deal with the IRS and come up with a final resolution so you can get some sleep again. I can help you because I've been there. If you're in Colorado, call the one company who has been in your shoes, Blackfin IRS Solutions. Online at blackfinirs.com. For your free in-person consultation, call 303-904-1450. 303-904-1450. That's 303-904-1450. Sam's number three. They've been coming for about 12, 13 years now. It's like home. All the waitresses are just like family, you know. Monster cinnamon roll thing looked fantastic. I think Green chili goes with everything. We did eat. We we ate a lot. Colorado thing. Service is awesome. They treat you well here. Tacos, the burritos, and then the Greek. I think there are certain rules that you have to eat green chili while watching football. So Sam's number three in Aurora, off of Anna and Parker, in Glendale, off Cherry and Leesdale, and downtown, off 15th and Curtis. <laughs> 
Altitude 950 traffic update. An accident on eastbound C-470 approaching Wadsworth is in the late stages of cleanup, but traffic still slow back to Ken Carroll. This report is brought to you by Lung Cancer Foundation of America. And there's a crash on northbound I-25 at Hamden. That stretch sluggish all the way back to C-470. If you or someone you know has lung cancer, the Bonnie J. Adario Lung Cancer Foundation can help. Text LUNGS to 50555 to help fund the research needed to find a cure. Go to lungcancerfoundation.org for more. I'm Janine LaRose with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Text us at 30933 to join the show. We got the Vic Lombardi Show. I'm live in Salt Lake City where the Nuggets are set to take on the Utah Jazz tonight. Late game, 8 o'clock start there in the Mile High City. Got the game on Altitude TV and Altitude Radio. One interesting stat from this game. If the Nuggets hit 100 points, if they get to uh, the century mark, they will win. Why will they win? Well, because they've lost six straight in Utah. And those six games, they failed to score 100 points. So it's pretty simple on my end. Get to 100, win the game. That Utah defense is like a python at times. Now, they're without Rudy Gobert. So here's your chance. They don't have the shot blocker in the middle. He's out with a knee injury. I know the Nuggets don't have Paul Millsap. But this is a winnable game for the Nuggets. Six straight losses in Utah, all six games, failing to score 100 points. We're going to give away some tickets here. How are we doing this? Yeah, let's do it. Let's get the phones going. 303-753-0950. Line up for some trivia. Got to get three questions right. You, Manchester, and I will all uh, conduct some trivia here. 303-753-0950. Get on the phones right now. They're all wide open. You'll talk to Mario when you call. And uh, we'll send someone to the Nuggets and Bulls on Thursday night. By the way, Vic, so we b- asked- while we get the yeah, while we get these callers, you were on the team plane yesterday, uh, yeah. and I think fans always are are curious kind of what that experience is like. But I'm curious, what was the vibe on the plane? Was the team in a good mood? Players in a good mood? How are they feeling about this trip to Utah? Well, first of all, I wasn't happy. I was very upset on the team plane because for the first time in my travels with the Denver Nuggets, I did not have an entire road to myself, which I normally do. <laughs> oh, and you know, God. I like to stretch out. Yes. I like to stretch out. They're all, you know, first class seats, but I like to really stretch out and, and get comfortable, maybe unbutton a button and just get really comfy. I had to share a row with Marlo, which was not fun. Uh, did not enjoy that experience at all. And it was only a one hour flight, mind you, to, to Salt Lake, but, uh, so, to begin with, it was not a pleasant flight on my end. But the the mood the mood is hey, it's late November. Uh, they they've got a winning record. They just lost their All Star, and they've got to tread water and do what they can until he returns. Uh, you saw the image of Paul Millsap with the left wrist surgically repaired on Sunday. He's due to miss at least three months. And uh, Michael Malone joined us on this show yesterday, saying he just hopes to have him back this season. That they, they are really playing this close to the vest, and they're not going to say he's coming back this season until he comes back this season. So uh, they're a little worried about that, mm-hmm. a little to say the least. Yeah, no doubt. It's a it's a major loss, especially on the defensive end. All right, we, go ahead. Still got to win tonight. Yeah, they you still got to win tonight. You do because you have to you have to kind of bury Utah while you can because the reality is the Nuggets are a better team than the Jazz. They just are. But until you start winning in their building, you can't. 
you can't prove that, I guess, or you can't say that with, with a lot of confidence. All right, so, so I, I told you guys yesterday that Utah is a main setting in the movie Fletch, my favorite movie of all time. Mm-hmm. So as we do this trivia, when it's my turn to ask questions, assuming I get a turn, my questions are all related to the movie Fletch and scenes that happen in Utah. Okay. Are you serious? Yeah. So you have to be like a connoisseur of Fletch? I can't tell you one freaking answer that has to do with Utah no, and Fletch. No, there's people out there that would get these. No problem. All right, Vic, we got so callers asking, lined up. Do you want to start this? Yeah, but are we asking how many questions do they have to answer correctly? Here? You, you got to get three correct. That's what yeah. we always do on this okay. show. you got to get three I'm going to make it easy. I'm uh, going to make mine easy. All right. Well, we'll start with uh, Marty's like hanging up on people left and right. I'm watching the phones right now going, what is going on? But we've got Paul on line four. We'll go to Paul on line four. Paul, what's up, buddy? Morning to you. Thanks for listening to the show. You ready, Paul? Absolutely, Dick. Okay, I'll I'll start. I'll make it really easy, uh, really easy on you. Who is the leading scorer in Utah Jazz history? Very good. Next. All right, uh, Paul. What Nugget won the 2004 NBA three-point shootout? Four seconds. What question is that? I don't even know the answer to that. Vaughn. Vaughn. Uh, oh. Vashawn Leonard. Vashawn Leonard. Did it count? I don't know. Vic just told you the answer. What do you want to do, Vic? Yes, he said Vaughn. Vaughn's the same as Vashawn. It's the same damn thing. That counts. Yes. Move right. on. Next right. one. Yeah, you Go ahead, rock, James. Vic. You rock. No problem, brother. Okay. All right, Paul. When uh, telling his boss he's going to Utah... Fletch says it's wedged between what two states? Montana and New Mexico. Nope, close. It's uh, wedged between Wyoming and Nevada. You've seen pictures. Mm, going with the Fletch trivia. I'm going man. Fletch all day. I got you're, six you're of them. Screw people. Yeah. People. I mean, your fascination with Fletch is. I got weird. six of them. All right, we've got two, we've got two Jasons on hold, but Jason on line three has been on hold longer, so we'll go to Jason on line three. All right, Jason, how you doing, man? Welcome to the show. Thanks for listening, by the way. Yeah, no problem. You, all right, here you go. I, I, we're going to start easy. My question is all Utah basketball, and we're going to start to make it very easy. Utah, the Jazz. In which city were they originally located? New Orleans. Very good. Very Next. good. All right, uh, Jason. Who tripped Kobe Bryant in the Western Conference Finals for the Nuggets and it became a big thing in 2009? Uh, J.R. Smith. Ah, oh, no, sorry. sorry. It was Good Dante time. Jones. I apologize. Thanks for calling. Uh, Keep the answer away because you might have to use it again. Yeah, huh? that's a good point. All right. Uh, it looks like Jeff's been on hold the longest on line five. We'll go to Jeff. What's up, Jeff? How you doing, buddy? Good. How you doing? Very good, thanks. Who is the winningest coach in Utah Jazz history? Anthony Goldwire. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> thanks for the playing. fact that he came up with the name Anthony Goldwire yeah. for any yes. answer to any question, I might have given it as a Fletch answer. That was good. Yeah. Pretty good. All right, uh, we've got <laughs> the we've got the other Jason on line one. Jason, what's up, buddy? Hey, how's it going this morning, Vic? Good, man. Good, man. Thanks for listening to the show, bro. Appreciate your uh, 
your loyalty to our program. All right, who is the uh, winningest coach in Utah Jazz history? Uh, Sloan. Good job, Jerry Sloan. Well just, I think I believe he just edged out Anthony Goldwire. <laughs> yeah, just barely. <laughs> All right, Jason, uh, if you were listening to the show earlier, you know the answer to this question. I hope you were. Vic went and saw Monte Morris last night in the G League, and Monte Morris impressed in a big way. Where did Monte Morris, Nuggets second-round draft pick this year, play his college basketball? Oh, college sucks. I'm with you. <laughs> I so am with you, Jason. I'll give you a clue, Jason. Give it a guess, it, it Jason. It ends with state. It ends with state. Uh, you now have Oregon about a... State. Mm. I could try it. No. No. All right. All right. I won't tell people the answer. We'll keep that one in mind. Sorry, Jason. Uh, Benny on line six has been on hold the longest. We'll go to Benny. What up, Benny? Oh, what no. you do? You What's ready? up, man? Uh, I work on patrol all night. You guys help me fall asleep. <laughs> Thanks. Wow. That's uh, a good thing or not. <laughs> I know. That's not an insult. That, that is a great, great compliment. I'm so when Vic and I are screaming at each other and you doze off, what kind of dreams does that lead to? That's tremendous. It's a lot less chaotic than my <laughs> job on patrol. All right, man. Are you ready? Name uh, one yes, sir. Jerry Sloan. Nuggets. Name one one Denver Nugget on this roster who once played for the Utah Jazz. Should be easy. On this roster? Yes, on this uh, Nuggets roster. Oh man! Um, got three actually. He, he won't play. One of them won't play tonight, unfortunately. Okay, well that makes me. Uh, gosh, uh, God, on this roster, uh, I want to say Millsap. Yeah, you got it. Boom. See. Boom. Yep. Well that's done. Play it. Oh, you need to know. Yep. I Millsap didn't even say final answer, Regis. <laughs> it's okay. You got it. Next question. All right, Benny. Emmanuel Moutier did not play college basketball. Where was he going to play college basketball if he had gone that route? Uh, whatever college was in China. No. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> he signed in on, man. intent, right? I apologize, Sorry, Betty. We'll give away Sorry, a lot man. of tickets. Keep keep calling in. Keep trying. Uh, hey, we have three open lines, 303-753-0950. We'll, we'll get these given away at some point, I promise. We'll go to can, Alex can on line see, four. Can someone choose just here? all Fletch? My, my questions are easy. HW throws a little bit of a wrinkle, and then you got Manchester with these ridiculous Fletch questions. Somebody on the text line writes in, I've never had to turn your show off, but this Fletch stuff is killing me. I've That's asked one question. I've asked oh, one question. They can't get past HW for crying out loud. Well, then how's the Fletch thing well, being the I'll problem? Well, then I'll start asking repeat questions. Start Googling it. It's well, not that tough. Okay. I think you'll have somebody call and say, I just want Fletch questions. Vic, you've got All Alex right, on line four. Alex, what's I up? Don't How want you doing, I don't want Flinch questions. Well, that's okay. fine, no. Alex. Okay. All right. uh, Alex, are you an NBA fan, first of all? I am. Okay. Very good. Uh, besides Jerry Sloan, name one other coach in Utah Jazz history. Ooh. Oh, the fat guy. Look like John fat Candy. Guy would count. Yes, if you say the fat guy, it counts. The fat guy. Good job. <laughs> Frank Layton, you got it. Next. All right, Alex, I'll go back to the well. I hope you Googled. We were talking about Monte Morris earlier in the show. Where did Monte Morris play college basketball? Iowa State. There you go. Nice. nice. So have you never seen the movie Fletch? I have not. Oh, my God. What the hell? I mean, I've seen it. And I don't even remember it. 
All right, all right, all right. So you're going to go in a different direction here? Uh, I am. Now, we I'm do gonna... have full lines, so you got to challenge Alex here a little bit. Well, you can't even guess these, though. I mean, you could have guessed what state Utah was wedged between. Right. And you can't even guess these other questions. You have to have seen the movie. So I'm going to have to go off script here. Um, who's the uh, leading scorer for the Utah Jazz this year? That's a good question. I was surprised when I saw this. Oh, uh, Ricky Rubio. Mm, no, it is not Ricky no? Rubio. Good try. No, nope. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna right. save it in case I need it. Sorry, Alex. Yeah, thanks, thanks, man. Uh, all right, Jeff's been on hold for about five minutes on line two, Vic. All right, Jeff. What's up, bud? How's it going, guys? How you doing? Uh, I'm doing good. I just got off of work. Oh, good. Oh, you got the late night shift as well, the overnight. <laughs> no, I'm a firefighter. What? Oh, okay. So, how does it, how many days in a row do you work and how does that, how many days do you s- sleep? How does, how does that operate? Uh, two full days of work. So, I just got off of, what, what is today? Is it Tuesday? So, I work Sunday and Monday. <laughs> well, thanks, bud. Appreciate it. We had a firefighter. We had the entire, um, fire folks come over to our house a year ago when we had that, uh, that smell emerged from our house. Do you remember that, guys? And it turned out to be a bad uh, case of crab meat in the pantry. Yeah, you and your wife did some of the best radio I've ever heard when you fought yeah. each other over the crab meat. It was pretty funny. We had, like, firefighters looking through the house thinking that there was a gas leak and there was not was awesome. crab meat. Yeah. All right, all right, here we go, bud. You ready? Here we go. Yep. Um, name the combination, the pick-and-roll combination that took the Utah Jazz by storm in the 90s and produced the uh, greatest. Go ahead. Finish it. John Stockton and the mailman. There you go. Very there you easy. Go. All right, Jeff, I asked it earlier. I hope you were listening. Emmanuel Moutier, if he had played college basketball, where was he going to play? Um, Let's see. I have no idea. Let's guess somewhere. Florida. I'm, I'm uh, gonna, uh, I was going to give you a guess, but thanks for playing. Sorry, Appreciate Jeff. It, Thank sorry, you Jeff. Very much. Uh, I Wait, attended this school. Away? What is this? I mean, what, what are we doing here? We're, we're like we're torturing people. Well, why don't we, why don't we hit a break and we'll give them away on the other side and then we'll go to the sugar fix after that. I want to, fle- right, I want someone to do all Fletch. It'll be a layup if you like that. Dave movie. and Jason, I see you on hold. Jason, I think you're trying again, which I respect super hard. Give me a Fletch guy. Call him back. 303-753-0950. Ask for Fletch trivia if you want Fletch trivia to make Manchester happy. When I was at SMU, hint, hint, I watched that movie a hundred times, I'll bet. There. How's that for a hint for a question that's been missed twice? We got one open line, 303-753-0950. We will give these Nuggets tickets away. I promise. So many people on the text line just killing Manchester over his fascination with Fletch. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's hilarious, really. All right. When we come back, our sugar fix. But first, I promise we will give away these tickets. Whatever we can, we'll give them away next. Altitude 950 is the home of your Denver Nuggets. Talk a little Nuggets. And we've got Nuggets Insider Adam Mares all week long. The latest Nuggets inside and analysis you won't get anywhere else. Mondays with Moj, Tuesdays with Kreckman and Harris, Wednesdays with Vic Lombardi, and Thursdays with Hastings and Brahman. If Millsap does return, it's going to be in the final weeks of the season, and the team's going to have to reintegrate him and figure a bunch of things out. So I think they'll stay afloat, but I think long-term this kind of lowers their ceiling quite a bit. Adam Mares from DenverStips.com. On Altitude 950. Hey, Vic Lombardi here, and it's that time of year when we give thanks for all the good things in our lives. Me, I am thankful anytime I can get a good night's sleep. But if you have sleep apnea, 
or if you share a bed with someone who does. You may not feel so thankful if you're not getting relief from your CPAP machine. And you're not alone. Studies show more than 50% of people who have a CPAP machine don't even use it. Well, the future of sleep therapy is here, and it's called Inspire. Inspire is a sleep apnea solution. Doesn't require a mask or a hose. Inspire works inside your body with your natural breathing process. It's a small device implanted under the skin that delivers mild stimulation to keep your airway open while you sleep. Inspire is FDA approved and currently being offered in over 100 leading medical centers across the country. The freedom to sleep, like everyone else, is just a click away. Visit InspireSleep.com to learn more, review important safety information, and to find out about a free Inspire educational event on Thursday, December 7th at at the Medical Center of the Rockies in Loveland. That's InspireSleep.com. Tis the season of holiday joy with visions of sugar plums dancing in our heads. Unless Sugar Plum is the name of the nasty one-ton bucking bull competing at the National Western Stock Show in January, give the gift of rodeo this holiday season. Get two tickets to Colorado versus the World Pro Rodeo Finals and two tickets to PBR Bull Riding Finals for just 89 bucks. Wrap up all your holiday shopping at NationalWestern.com. Buying or selling a home doesn't have to be stressful. Now there's a one-stop shop where they treat you right. Metro 21 Real Estate Group is taking the pain out of buying or selling a home. Lucas Akers and his team of agents are all over the Denver area, and they can help you save money. Why pay a 6% commission fee? With Metro 21 Real Estate Group, the total commission rate is as low as 3.99%. Call 303-430-HOME to find out how they can help you. Or check them out online at Metro21Homes.com to see the value of your home and to see what Lucas and his team can do for you. Whether you're looking for a home or selling yours, give them a call. It's Metro 21 Real Estate Group, 303-430-HOME. That's 303-430-HOME. Metro 21 Real Estate Group. And tell them you heard about what they have to offer on the radio. When friends and family come to visit, do what I do and take the short drive up the hill to Central City. It's only 30 minutes from the west side of town via I-70 and the Central City Casino Parkway. Central City offers everything your fun-seeking group desires. Hotels, dining, bars open 24-7, a craft brewery, and live casino action day or night. Central City isn't the big box, corporate-owned casino experience. It's Colorado-owned and operated, rich in history. Bring your friends and family. Cruise I-70 to the parkway and take the four lanes to fun. Save hundreds on your next Yukon, Buick Encore, Sierra 1500, or Acadia at Sus Buick GMC. At Sus, there are no dealer fees, ever. The price you see is the price you pay plus tax. Sus saves you hundreds on their vast selection of over 500 new and used cars and trucks. So when you're looking at the sleek and powerful new GMC terrain on Sus.net, you can focus on how you'll spend the hundreds you saved. Sus Buick GMC, where they treat you like family. Family owned for over 35 years at 1301 South Havana in Aurora. You're driving, minding your own business, then boom, you're rear-ended. Just another ordinary day for the insurance company, but not for you. You need to know your rights. You need the Bell & Pollock Legal Game Plan. Bell & Pollock's Legal Game Plan gives you the rules, so you have the legal strength to fight the insurance company. Bell & Pollock. Our legal game plan is designed to help injured victims just like you. Find us at championsofthepeople.com. That's championsofthepeople.com. Put our legal game plan to work for you. We'll help you. 
The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. Still seeing some heavy volume around the metro area on I-25, I-70, and 270. This report is brought to you by Unbound.org. And off freeway on the south end of town, there's a crash on Lincoln just west of I-25. That has traffic on westbound Lincoln backed up almost to Chambers. A girl in Kenya dreams of becoming a doctor. An elder in Guatemala dreams of being part of a community. Reach out and change their world, and it will change your own. Unbound.org. I'm Janine LaRose with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. All right, let's recap the show this morning. I'm live in Salt Lake City. I've never seen the actual lake. I might venture out there today just to take a look. Uh, Nuggets in Utah Jazz tonight on Altitude Radio and Altitude TV. Late tip off, 8 o'clock start. Uh, Akib Talib will join us tomorrow rather than today. He was scheduled for 8.15, but because of his appeal, I think you can understand why he's focused on something else. So he'll join us tomorrow, give us all the details of his conversation with the NFL. Uh, a two-game suspension without pay which is about $1.3 million. So 1.3 million reasons why Aqib Tlaib has decided to postpone his appearance to tomorrow. Jeff Legwald joins us here at 9 o'clock, so we've got an entire hour to discuss uh, where the Broncos go from here. But right now, we are trying. We are trying as hard as we can to give away these Nuggets tickets. But because HW and Manchester can't come up with easier questions, we have failed you, Denver. And I apologize on their behalf. Go on, fellas. All right, we've got uh, Martha online too, Vic. Martha's been on hold the longest. Martha, how you doing? Oh, very well. How are you guys doing? I love the Denver native aspect of the show. Is this is it, Martha? Where are you from? Where do you live? Uh, well, right now I live in Littleton. Okay. Uh, where did you go to my, high school? I lived up north as long as I've lived here. Which is my entire life. All right. Where'd you go to high school, Martha? Littleton High School. Okay. Littleton High School. <laughs> okay. I have a feeling this it, ain't really You're Martha. kind of breaking oh. down my whole character here. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Who is this? You, you ready? You ready, Martha? Yeah, let's do some trivia here, Martha. Ready for this, Martha? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Okay, here we go. Here we go, Martha. <laughs> We're gonna we're, first trivia question, Martha. Is this: In what city do the Utah Jazz play basketball? Salt Lake. Oh. <laughs> this is Kyle, isn't it? Because you you struggled to get Salt Lake City. I knew I'd get you a geography. It's got to be Kyle because he doesn't know geography. Can I go second? This is, yes, please. This is not Kyle. Okay, uh, Martha uh, Littleton High School, your uh, your alma mater. Uh, what's their mascot? Good one. Well, the lion, of course. Oh, oh wow! Nice. <laughs> nice. Okay. I don't know who right, you, I don't know who you are, Martha, but if you can tell me where Emmanuel Moutier uh, was going to play his college basketball, we'll give you these tickets, assuming you're eligible to win them. Well. Seeing as that it's not whatever place in China, I would say SMU. Wow. Winner, winner. Winner, Okay, Martha, now that you won the tickets, what's your real name? Well, you might know me as Cuban Benny. 
There was a minute there where I was like, oh, crap, are we just laughing at somebody really named yeah. Martha? I know. I was worried, dude. Well, no, like, that would like, be rude. Yeah, it would be. That would be very insensitive, right? Mm. I didn't know what to do. These days, see, that's what's fun. You can't even pull a good prank anymore because everything's insensitive. You know, yeah. you get in trouble for what we I'm do. I'm just glad Seriously. you guys haven't figured out the whole caller ID thing. Yeah, because that's why I can't pull pranks anymore. Because that used to be my favorite high school game yeah. at yeah. Littleton High School. <laughs> Cuban <laughs> Benny, loyal listener, loyal texter, right. glad to hook you up bro. with the tickets, man. Dave, hey, Derek, Ryan, Lenny, Jason, sorry guys, we'll we'll try again some other time. So. Yeah, see, you know, here's the deal. I guess if you call in and do this trivia, you can't be one of the first callers because you get hit with these ridiculously hard questions. Unless you're just I mean, supremely mine. confident in yourself, right? Yeah, mine were I, easy. I knew every question off the top of my head. That's not. They weren't hard. The ones I was asking too. You know yeah. the ones I was asking. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Frank I, I didn't know your Fletch one. The Fletch one was ridiculous. What states? What? 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 what you Utah is wedged between what two states? It's a famous quote from the movie. Yeah. Yeah, some well, movie that only you've seen. No one likes this oh, movie. Bull. Did we have a single caller call and say, give me Fletch trivia? Jeff Legwald's in here. I'll bet he's seen Fletch. Yeah. All right, Vic, we better get to Sugar Fix with our guy Marty. Let's go. Here. Bring it on, Jesse. It's time for your morning Sugar Fix. Instant Sugar High. Sugar High. Sugar Hit High. Sugar High. Brought to you by Lamar's Donuts. Going beyond the news to bring you the sweet stories. Sugar slam. On the text line eight two three, it says, "Why is Manti Teo's girlfriend calling in?" <laughs> but seriously, guys, how much trouble would you be in if you're literally saying, "Okay, who really is this?" And it was really a lady. Martha. I know. You, I was you know what worried. I'm I was worried. <laughs> By the way, I think for courtside with you and you and me, HW, mm-hmm. I think it's gonna be all flat trivia. <laughs> Jeez, start Nobody studying up, people. <laughs> Uh, what's up, Marty? How was your extended Thanksgiving break? It was good. It was good. It was only like six days, so it's pretty short. Ah. But uh, he goes on only. Christmas break tomorrow, so right. it's nice he's back. <laughs> That's Thursday, yeah. and then I'll be back February nineteenth. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? What did you do for the entire Thanksgiving break? Uh, well, we drove. We, yeah, we drove back. We uh, we had uh, Thanksgiving with my in-laws, and then we uh, we had a wedding on Saturday. I was in the wedding. Uh-oh. Okay. What was your role? So you, I was nah, just one of the guys standing up there. One well, of eight. So well, did, did you get a you gift? Pay for your, you have to pay for your tap, your tux. I everything? did have to pay for it. Yeah, it wasn't too bad. What was your groomsman gift? Um, we got these Yeti mugs and um, ties and socks and stuff. No nail clippers, uh, some, which is disappointing. Somebody went to Marshalls and Ross. <laughs> I'm assuming the groom did none of it. So yeah. All right, what do you got for us? Hopping in place. Go ahead. Okay, so uh, we missed a couple of things, uh, especially yesterday. Um with Pecco's birthday was yesterday. You guys talked about Nick Van Exel for like 20 minutes. It was his birthday. Would have been nice to shout him out. And then uh, Martin Grammatico. I always like to get the Martins in there. Are you criticizing my sugar fix? A little bit. It was it was pretty weak, man. It's mm. Martin Grammatica, correct? It's, it's Martin Grammatica. Is yes. he the idiot who strained his leg when he was celebrating it was the kick? One of the Grammatica brothers. I, don't I think, think it was, it was, was the other guy. Leggy might know. Leggy's here. Who was the other? What was the name of the was other? Was it brother? Bill Grammatica? Ah, uh, yeah. I think it was Martine that got okay. it. It could have been Bill. Yeah. I don't know. I wasn't covering the Bucks at the time. Mm-hmm. All right. So, uh, former host of the Daily Show, John Stewart, turns 55 today. You guys, a fan of that show or a former fan of that show? I watched it on occasion. But what's he doing now? What's that dude up to? Uh, I don't know. I think he has a HBO special coming out. Is I... he even American? Isn't he Canadian? 
I don't know. It was intensely political. I don't. I don't know. I, I, I mean, like if that's show. your thing, yeah. I, I thought, thought it was, was better than Big Daddy, to be honest with you. I thought it was so. entertaining. I always had a little bit of a problem with them going on there and calling people on the other side evil. Because then when you get somebody else that's not George W. Bush, you kind of go, well, maybe it could be worse. Just saying. A uh, former van leader of The Letterman Show from 82 to 2015, Paul Schaefer, turns 68 today. That Paul guy Schaefer. always bothered me. The bald guy. I knew yeah. he would bother you, Vic. I knew he oh. would bother you. Paul Schaefer was great. Face. Every 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 guest that came out, the song would somehow tie to them that they would walk out to. So like when it was Robin but Williams, just, it was Rock and Robin. Why, why would he wear the sunglasses inside? That just just starting with that bothered me. Well, why do you do that? You remember him? Uh, I think it was good. I'm a fan. I like. I did like so that show. Badly want to punch that face. No, right, so we missed this all while I was on my. What's the problem here? Go on. So we missed this while I was on my vacation, but the malice at the palace happened in 2004. Talking about suspended players, the NBA suspended nine players for a total of 146 games, which led to $11 million in salary being lost by those guys. Do you remember where you were when that happened? Mm-hmm. Where? I was at a buddy's house in middle school, and we watched it on Altitude TV when they showed it after a Nuggets game. I was in a bar on Bourbon Street the night before the Broncos and the Saints played. Pretty good place to watch the malice in the palace. Mm-hmm. How's the Channel 4 getting ready for a sportscast? I think mine was more fun. Yeah. Uh, so because of this, heavily. Al Wilson had a pick six. Ruben Drones had a big game that day. Broncos won down in the Superdome. Okay. Uh, so because of this, the NBA changed a lot of things, especially for the fans. They limited the size of alcoholic beverages, nothing more than 24 ounces at a time. And you were only able to purchase two beverages at a time. And then they also instituted uh, last call at the end of the third quarter, all because of this. So because Ben Wallace is an idiot, I can't drink as much at the game anymore. Right. Really? Thanks, you Ben. A, you write him a, a strongly worded letter. Do you yeah. need a beer bigger than 24 ounces? Like, that seems like a pretty big beer. That's a bit. You know what they need And you can buy do? two of them. A little excessive. You know, you know how you fix that? You just sort of have an area, like Club Lexus or some area at a stadium or an arena... Where if you decide to drink into the fourth quarter, you have to go to that area for an hour after the game before you can depart. Does that make sense? Right? Sure, sure. It's sort of like a bullpen. A bullpen area, you can imbibe all you want through the fourth quarter, just go crazy. But then if you do that, you gotta sort of stay in this stall area. The re- like fences up with barbed wire, whatever. You call it prison if you like. The recovery room? Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. By the way, Vic, I blame Ben Wallace for the malice in the palace. Do you blame Wallace or do you blame Artest? I think they're both to blame. Ben Wallace a hell of a player, by the way. Ben Wallace, man. That brawl was Ben Wallace's fault, though. Ben Wallace was the reason that thing took off like it did. I mean, you're not telling me that Ron Artest is sane, though. No. No, no, no. Ron Artest was an idiot. I'm not defending Ron Artest, but if Ben Wallace doesn't give that shove to Ron Artest, that thing diffuses. But what if they had a beef that went back to the offseason in their hometown? Wouldn't that make it really funny? Mm. I wanted to ask Keith that question today. Seriously, that's one of the questions I will ask him tomorrow. What is the personal issue between he and Crabtree? How do you think he'll answer that question? He'll say, we don't have a personal issue. Yeah. Next. All right, last one here. Uh, 1941, Joe DiMaggio won the MVP. That was the year he had his 56-game winning streak. Edged out Ted Williams, who hit 406 that year. <laughs> pretty t- you, pretty you tough. You hit 406 and you don't win MVP? <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's ridiculous. God. Then we parked That's racist. That's racist right there. 
Well, do you think the right person won, or do you think the 406 should have won? I don't know. 56 game inning streaks pretty damn impressive too. Because didn't right after that he hit like in 31 straight games or something like that? That'll, so that, that's one thing. Uh, what what record do you think will never be broken? I, I seem to think in the era of specialization when it comes to pitching, that one is going to be hard to do. Well, I mean, 44 is as close as anyone got, and in in Pete 19, got there, right? Yeah, and in 1994, Tony Gwynn was right at 400 when the strike hit. So that that could be, and then Legwald's got a he's got a suggestion what, here. 500 wins. Oh yeah, nobody will get yeah, close to that. Yeah. Nobody. Yeah. yeah, those pitchers they don't use them the way they did anymore. You're or right. whatever the complete game record is, that'll never be yeah. touched. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That was a great thing about Halliday, the innings he pitched, the amount of complete games. I mean, he was it a workhorse. Gibson's the RA because they yeah. they lowered, lowered the mound. Mm-hmm. Yes. By the way, four seven four six on the text line says, "I have never seen Fletch, but I'm now going out of my way to make sure I never see it." <laughs> F Fletch is my new motto. They right. used it's the funny because at one point in Are the show he goes by F. Fletch. Hmm. So, interesting. <laughs> you see your whole fist, fist? Doc? See, I knew Jeff had seen it. But people like that, you got to take that a little personally. You know That's who harsh, can, right? No, you, I know. They don't do you know like who can quote that whole movie on command? Hmm. Peyton Manning. Well, thank you. Oh, thank wow. you. A little street cred has so, been given. I guarantee you Peyton Manning would go six for six on the questions I wrote down. He can about do the whole Peyton. movie on command. Peyton, if you're listening to the show, Call in for a chance to win Nuggets tickets. <laughs> hey, hey, Peyton and a, whoever he wants to take can go with you and I, yeah. HW, and say, say, that'd Nuggets. be pretty fun. He, he, he yeah. can even bring Stoke. That'd be fine. Yeah, it's all good. You know, you know, Peyton was at the Nuggets Grizzlies game the other night. Wasn't well, his wife a co-owner of the Grizzlies or something? Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> different reasons. Was he, <laughs> Not was as he, a fan necessarily. Was he celebrating the hole in one he had when he was golfing with Joe Ellis? There to watch his investment play basketball. Mm-hmm. By the way, what's with the, what's with Memphis firing David Fisdale? That was weird. There was a thing with him and Marcus Gasol. They didn't get along. Yeah, but that's just well, they sided weird. with their star player. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Are, are we done here, Marty? Yeah, are, that's, we, are we done with this? Oh yeah, Marty so what, was still going. Yeah, you guys were talking about you know what you wear or do for good luck. I like to start every morning. I go to Starbucks and get myself a nice large water, just like uh, my man Manchester. <laughs> Attaboy. <laughs> That's all I got. Do they make that water for you? They make it so good. The ice is impeccable. Mm-hmm. That is the mm-hmm. ultimate in elitist, isn't it? I mean, you can't bring your own water. You have to go to a Starbucks to pick it up. It's That's free. Pathetic. How is that elitist? That's pathetic. It's that freaking is, I, free. I feel bad for you. I get two that, things. That's that right there. That is the definition of gentrification right there. That's what you are. You're gentrifying people. Oh, my goodness. Thank you, Marty. Appreciate your time. Uh, we're way off time here. It's 9.07. Jeff Legwald coming up next on the Vic Lombardi Show. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Coming up tonight, the Nuggets are back on the road as they head to Utah to take on the Jazz. Tip-off is at 8 o'clock with the pregame show, getting it away at 7.35. Jason Kosminski, the radio voice of the Nuggets, will be on the call. KKSE, Parker, Denver, home of the Nuggets, home of the Avalanche, and the most in-depth and honest Broncos analysis, Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. So I'm looking out the window of my hotel room here in Salt Lake City. Damn, these mountains are like right here. You can reach out and touch them. I guess that's the biggest difference between downtown Denver and downtown Salt Lake. These mountains are like arm's length away. You can get right to them. There's snow on top of these here mountains as well. Then they got a big old lake with salt in it right down the road. Welcome back to the Vic Lombardi Show. We welcome to the show every Wednesday, Tuesday, uh, Jeff Legwald. 
Jeffrey, I don't know if you heard the news, but Akib was unable to do his spot today because he is in the middle of his NFL appeals process. First question, were you surprised it was a two-game suspension? No, I, I wasn't because, uh, A, I, I have known John Runyon, who's sort of the czar of discipline now at the league for a long time, he, including when he was playing for the Titans. Is he and, a former lineman? Yes, is he, he is. Yeah. Yes, okay. and he's kind of a... He's kind of a rules are rules guy, so it doesn't shock me that it's too, it's one of the harshest sort of on field penalties in quite some time for both those guys. Uh, my understanding, Vic, is you know they're obviously not happy with the incident as a whole, but it's the fact that the two guys were extracted from the crowd and then went at it again in the end zone. They sort of rekindled the fight on their own in the end zone a few seconds later. And then there was an official who got knocked down or jostled during the thing, and they're not exactly happy about that either. Yeah, you know, I agree with you there. I think if it remained in in that sideline area where they first ended up, I, if I they just gone at it, then it's nothing. But because I think it may be just penalties that. at that point. Yeah. If yeah. they separate everybody and they and they move on. But, that, you know, Akib ripped his helmet off and then th- – because I watched him do it, and then he threw the helmet like toward the stands almost. And then uh, they were in the end zone. Crabtree doesn't have a helmet on. Talib still got his helmet on. And Pecco, Domitau Pecco, is kind of in the area, and he's trying to get everybody separated. And then Talib and it was almost like against orders. You know, they had been told to go to your neutral corners, and then they – they decided they were still going to go at it. Uh, we, okay, well, here's my here's my question, because I'm reading the uh, notification, the suspension from Runyon that he sent to Tlaib. Right. And he writes, the series of flagrant violations for which you're being disciplined began less than three minutes into the game. First, while competing on the field, you deliberately rip your opponent's chain from his neck, just as you did last year when you played against him. I'm going to stop there and I'll ask you this. Last year there was no flag, there was no penalty, no fine, no suspension, nothing. So why is he bringing up last year if nothing happened last year? Because in the discipline policy, the phrase repeat offender is actually in there. So it always matters. Even but what it, are you know, repeating if there was no offense taken? I mean, they didn't... Well, if it's seen it. on video, you know, again, in the in the discipline policy... The infractions don't have to be flagged. That's specifically in there. It's if they catch you later doing it, you know, then then it's on the table. Interesting. Um, Akib is and, going to appeal. You know, Vic, I always say because when this always comes up on discipline, uh, the players agree to this structure. You know, yeah. they they whine a lot of, about it, but they their union agreed to this. Because frankly, there weren't enough players interested in this as an issue in the rank and file to, to have it be much different. So this is why the appeals process looks the way it does. You know, the league hands down the penalty and the guy who handed down the penalty hears the appeal. Well, and I don't know that that'll change because if you think about it, and they get a lot of high-profile cases, Ezekiel Elliott. It's like 10 guys. Exactly. And money, which is what they wanted, was a bigger piece of the pie. And the practice. Every guy. And the practice time affects I, I talked every to guy. the player representatives who were in every negotiating session for the last CBA, and they said the league actually came in on one of the first 
sessions and said, all right, if you want to change into discipline policy, bring us an alternative. And the players went back, the player reps went back to the rank and file, and they were told, that's not that big a deal to us. We want this and this. So it's it's really funny to me to see all the hand-wringing that goes on with Goodell having all the power, blah, blah, blah. Look, this is something that, that the league threw this on the table and said, if you want something different, bring us another option. And the players never did that. You know why? Because it's just hard to unify the players. The and players, is there, you know, like this is a twenty-guy issue, maybe right. tops. If you don't get yeah. in trouble, it yeah. doesn't matter to you. And most of the guys in the locker room are like, whatever. You know, just I want to know what my off season's going to look like. I want to know when I hit free agency. I want a little more guaranteed money because this game is crazy. And you there's know. a question on the text line that um, I've had the same query. I've been thinking about this, and it's I don't know how to ask it to to leave himself. I'm not sure how to present it. I will broach the subject when we come back. Plus, I want to get Jeff Legwald's thoughts on the future of Paxton Lynch as a Bronco. Two to four weeks, we're told, with the high ankle sprain. There aren't many weeks left in the season. Will he ever play for the Broncos again? That's a legit question. We'll ask next on the Vic Lombardi Show. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Crackman and Harris. Coming up on the Tuesday edition of the Crackman and Harris show, we've been trying to get everybody to fight Nate Crackman today, but he's been diffusing and walking away. Yeah, and I'm going to be on the show starting at 3 o'clock, so that's what you're supposed to do. You know, show up for work and do your job, unlike Akeem Tlaib. Well, will I be on the show? Will I be doing the Critics' Corner? Will we be talking about the Nuggets' upcoming game? There's a good chance Ryan Harris will be suspended Tuesday afternoon, Crackman and Harris. Every weekday afternoon, 3 to 6, only on Altitude 950. Hey, Vic Lombardi here, and it's that time of year when we give thanks for all the good things in our lives. Me, I am thankful anytime I can get a good night's sleep. But if you have sleep apnea, or if you share a bed with someone who does, you may not feel so thankful if you're not getting relief from your CPAP machine. And you're not alone. Studies show more than 50% of people who have a CPAP machine don't even use it. Well, the future of sleep therapy is here, and it's called Inspire. Inspire is a sleep apnea solution. doesn't require a mask or a hose. Inspire works inside your body with your natural breathing process. It's a small device implanted under the skin that delivers mild stimulation to keep your airway open while you sleep. Inspire is FDA-approved and currently being offered in over 100 leading medical centers across the country. The freedom to sleep, like everyone else, is just a click away. Visit InspireSleep.com to learn more, review important safety information, and to find out about a free Inspire educational event on Thursday, December 7th, at the Medical Center of the Rockies in Loveland. That's InspireSleep.com. You haven't slept in who knows how long. You dread going to the mailbox, and your spouse just said the word divorce. When you owe back taxes to the state of the IRS, it affects your whole life. I've been in your shoes. I'm Jack McDonough, founder of Blackfin IRS Solutions. Years ago, when I owed the IRS tens of thousands of dollars, I couldn't eat. I couldn't sleep. I had a knot in my stomach 24-7. You're probably like a lot of taxpayers. You work hard every day at your job with small business. You may own your own home and have a few bucks in a retirement account. Don't let the IRS take it all away. Blackfin IRS Solutions will deal with the IRS and come up with a final resolution so you 
can get some sleep again. I can help you because I've been there. If you're in Colorado, call the one company who has been in your shoes, Blackfin IRS Solutions. Online at blackfinirs.com. For your free in-person consultation, call 303-904-1450. 303-904-1450. That's 303-904-1450. Best friends come in all different shapes and sizes. And Foothills Animal Shelter knows all about helping best friends find one another. Each year, they help more than 92 200 homeless pets find their forever homes, like Bella, who, thanks to the shelter, found her best friend and a new purpose in life as a service dog in training to 12-year-old Lucas with autism. Help find forever homes for sheltered pets by donating to Foothills Animal Shelter on Colorado Gives Day, Tuesday, December 5th. Pre-schedule your gift today by visiting foothillsanimalshelter.org. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Live from Salt Lake City, where the Nuggets play the Jazz tonight. We are visiting with Jeff Legwald, as we do every Tuesday on this show. Again, Akeem Tlaib tomorrow at 8.15. So tomorrow we've got Jared Bednar at 7.30, Tlaib at 8.15. Akeem is busy appealing his suspension today. Jeffrey, chances of him winning any part of that appeal, do you see it maybe going from two games to one? You know, a lot of people seem to think that. I, I would... Because, again, it's one of the harshest on-field penalties they've handed down in this recent uh, time. I would say to do that, though, you have to find something procedural that didn't go right. You know, you have, you've got to have a uh, some kind of technical hook there. Uh, I, I don't see that, or and I've talked to folks around the league, and I, I have not heard that there's one of those types of things so it would just be a matter of, you know, cooler heads prevailing and they decide that's an awful lot of money for a guy to surrender. But they they are mad. The league is really mad that these guys keep going at it and that the, the second fight in the end zone, because they were both told, get to the bench, get out, uh, you know, and move on, and they both decided that was not how it was going to work. But well, this becomes a three-game suspension now, right? Yeah, because they're both pitched. Early in the game, right? So it's essentially, and that's going to be their argument. Is, uh-huh. Look, I've already served the second game. Is, is essentially going to be their argument. My answer, if I'm John Runyon, would be, I know that's why I didn't surprise. That's why I didn't suspend you. Three well, games. And, and again, you know, John and I aren't like friend friends, but I've known John a long time since he was a rookie with the Titans, and, and I know his mindset on things. And he's, you know, he's since his playing days, he's been involved in a lot of things. This is a really smart guy with really strong opinions, and he's got a really strong opinion on this one. I get the sense that because he brought up the in, in his letter or his, his response that it was only three minutes into the game. Obviously, it wasn't something, oh, it's been building and been building. Right. And you, I think they look at this and go, you guys are bringing off-field, off-season battles onto our stage, and we ain't having that. And they've never liked that. That's uh, to me. That's the message. Yeah. Well, the question then, it's a and the unspoken thing. I'm sorry, Vic, to interrupt you, but the unspoken thing is, uh, when Talib was shot off the field, you know, the league's always been nervous. There was something going on there that they don't know about or couldn't find out about. So human nature is to sort of lump that in with the thing. And I thought, I thought it was very telling that Von Miller, who's friends with both of these guys said that he didn't see any way to avoid it. 
Yes, so that, that tells you the, there's a lot going on there. That is there a Dallas thing here that we don't know? Is there a behind-the-scenes personal thing I'm sure thing there is. On? I mean, again, Vaughn said, Vaughn said if you could bring the three of us together, you could do so much good in Dallas. And then he said something like, but I don't see that happening. So there's there's something there that goes back. See, that's scary to me, Jeff. That's When I hear stuff like that, that there's stuff behind the scenes that's not football-related, not just personal-related, it could be bigger than this. And that that's concerning. That's where the league has to step in. And you're right, send a message. And, and that we, we may not know the answers to that question. Hey, I'll ask I'll ask Akeem tomorrow as much as I can, yeah, but not, we may that, never know the answers to that guys, question. Guys, you know, that's stuff guys don't talk a lot about and i've talked to lots of players over the years about a lot of things and some of that stuff is just in a you know it's in a box that's off limits sort of in what sport besides baseball because you see it in baseball why in a physical violent contact sport are you allowed to wear chains during the game they didn't used to be it used to be the official would send you off the field but then you know for some reason there was a transition period there i mean i certainly wouldn't wear one i'd be afraid of of gagging at some point if somebody threw me down. If you were tackled by your chain. I mean, actually taped it to with or without the chain. I mean, if you tape your chain to the, your body, I mean, I've always, I remember players over the years, you know, they wore a cross and I, I saw guys tape their crosses to their chest, you know, before a game. So it wouldn't like poke them and stuff, but apparently Crabtree taped his necklace down before the game because he sort of figured something might go on. Manchester, can you please explain to Jeffrey what you tried to explain to me yesterday? Because I, I still don't understand your rationale. You you were sort of going at Chris Harris for some reason. Can you explain that to Jeff and see what his reaction might be? I think he's uh, now a habitual overreactor and that incites his teammate who then loses his mind and goes into these things. And my two examples would be... Last year at Tennessee, he was so up in arms about the cheap shot from Harry Douglas, and he missed a grand total of one play. On that play, Aqib Tlaib takes it into his own hands, and there's a melee on the sideline. And on Sunday, he was so enraged by the punch from Michael Crabtree, and he's John with the Raiders bench, and it just incites things, and there we go again. He's made a mountain out of a molehill now twice, both times it has led to trouble. Last year's was a 15-yard penalty, put the Titans in field goal range, made an impact on the game, a game the Broncos needed to win to make the playoffs. I think he's an overreactor, and it incites his teammates. I I guess I would say I would guess that they talked a lot about it before the game. So not the Titan game. I'm talking about the Crabtree. Probably. But the Harry not, Douglas not, he thing. He did get punched because he, like, almost threw up on the field. But the Harry Douglas thing was like, Come on. You you didn't even you missed one play. Well, that's just that's that's DBs hate the crack. Hate mm. the crack back anyway. But yeah, no, I mean, it's, you you can't argue that he was in uh sort of in the wheelhouse on both of them. But I I guess I would say I think to leave Crabtree after talking to most a lot of people in the locker, I think that was going to happen no matter what. I don't but, know. But I would my, agree with that. My question is, if Talib and Crabtree is the issue, why did Crabtree go after Harris to begin the game? What 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 role does Harris play if it's I, all about Talib? Yeah, and I think, you know, I think Crabtree was just, you know, the Broncos' opinion is that he was just ready to go no matter who was across from him, and Chris sort of got the first helping of of what was going to go on. And, you know, Crabtree's a, 
a tough emotional guy. I mean, I've known a couple of the Raiders coaches and players, and they, you know, this he's he's had these types of things in practice and stuff. So I mean, this is this is kind of his edge. Well, he had it with Richard Sherman yeah. when he was in San Francisco. I mean, he's had it with multiple guys on multiple teams. He's willing to, you know, to sort of take it to that physical. He was there to incite, and the Broncos took the bait. Yeah, well, you know, to me, I, I am like, you know, I know, I, it's always apples and oranges when people say it's like in baseball or something. But I, uh, it reminded me of when in hockey the goon gets the scorer to go to the penalty box. To me, that was kind of what happened because in that trade, an all-pro corner is a lot more than a pretty good receiver. We argued about it a lot yesterday, and I am with Vic that it doesn't matter because winning the game doesn't matter. In fact, you'd probably rather they lose now. But I think it's in, it's a indicative of what has been a major problem on this team all year long. And it started in training camp when during the inner squad scrimmage, they had guys fighting and they had touchdowns called back because of dumb penalties. We had the first he's three a team captain. The first three preseason games, the games that actually kind of they're trying, they had double digit penalties. You have guys uh, proposing to their girlfriends during the game. All this kind of stuff just leads to this is an undisciplined team and nobody is keeping it under control. And then you have a melee like that. I thought it was indicative of why the season has gone off the rails. Yeah, it's kind of, and it's the second year in a row they've had a scrap like that on a sideline. Mm-hmm. And, it, you know, I think it's tougher. I will say this is in all my seasons covering the league, and too many to make it makes me uncomfortable now. But, uh, uh, I'm not sure I've been around a team that had as in the same year as had a captain ejected and a captain as a game day inactive. <laughs> I mean, that that's is, crazy. that's crazy. Yeah. Cause yeah. usually the captains are the untouchable, you know, these are the guys. Well, I think, and, that- and you see all these pictures of the fight on our, on our website, ESPN.com. There's Tlaib with the big C on his jersey, you know, and it's just, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not, I don't, there's no way in 30 some years I've covered. It's a leadership void. I mean, there's not a lot of changes from the Super Bowl team roster wise. Really? But Demarcus Ware, TJ Ward, Peyton Manning, there's a leadership void on this team. Think, and I'm gonna I'm gonna ask to keep this question point blank tomorrow. I, I'm gonna ask him. Do you think some of the things, the shenanigans that have gone on, gonna cost you a spot on this roster next year? Do you think he's back on the Broncos team next year? And I, and I think when you when you sort of accept being a captain, I think you're sort of implying you're gonna walk away from some of that stuff and and take care of it, you know, within you know during plays or something. You know, if you hit him big after he makes a catch or something, but. I think that's sort of implied and, and, you know, I think, you know, yesterday, Akib said it was the, he was upset about the second part. So I think he knows it wasn't great to do it in the first place, but it really wasn't great to take it to the, to the second fight. Hmm. When we come back, Jeff Legwald on Paxton Lynch, his future, his injury, the scene, him on the sideline. Crying. I've seen Jeff get emotional when he's missed deadline before. Trust uh, me. You know, when I write my nothing close. my hundredth run-on sentence of the thing, yep. I break down. That's emotional. That's next on the Vic Lombardi Show. The more things change. Well, Paxton, uh, we're trying to change what's happened offensively. The more they stay the same. Well, down, it's intercepted. It's picked off. And 
This stays the same, too. We're breaking down your broken Broncos. They don't have a scheme. They don't have talent. They don't have the ability to make trades. The goal is to competitively lose games from here on out. As many as you can. The most in-depth and honest Broncos analysis. Altitude 950. Sophia went through a lot of tutoring and got minimal results. For her ADHD, she was almost off the charts. None of the typical therapies met her needs. We felt like we were constantly playing catch-up. There was great guilt, like I had done something wrong. I hadn't taught my child what she needed to learn. She wasn't functioning in society. I knew I knew this was going to be the solution. Brain balance is the answer for your kid because it didn't just mask the problems, it actually addressed the issue. That little girl that wants to do well, that wants to please, that wants to make the right choices, is actually able to make the right choices and to please now. This is not my kid anymore. This is this totally different kid. I don't doubt for a moment that I made the right decision in taking Sophia to Brain Balance. It has completely, completely changed our lives. For ADHD, dyslexia, and other processing disorders, Brain Balance works. Call 800-877-5500. That's 800 800- 877-5500 or go to brainbalance.com. The breakfast burrito mostly. Sam's number three. You're a sucker for burritos and then you make a breakfast and I'm in. I love their home fries and I love the tomatillo sauce. Love the green chili here. Everything looked really good and then I turned the page and saw there was a whole other page of breakfast. I think there's a taste for everybody. I love the menu. It's a great selection. Well, it's been a long held tradition in my family. I've been coming here since I was a little girl. Sam's number three in Aurora off Havana and Parker in Glendale off Cherry and and downtown at 15th and Soft is a good word. Buying or selling a home doesn't have to be stressful. Now there's a one-stop shop where they treat you right. Metro 21 Real Estate Group is taking the pain out of buying or selling a home. Lucas Akers and his team of agents are all over the Denver area, and they can help you save money. Why pay a 6% commission fee? With Metro 21 Real Estate Group, the total commission rate is as low as 3.99%. Call 303-430-HOME to find out how they can help you. Or check them out online at Metro21Homes.com to see the value of your home and to see what Lucas and his team can do for you. Whether you're looking for a home or selling yours, give them a call. It's Metro 21 Real Estate Group, 303-430-HOME. That's 303-430-HOME. Metro 21 Real Estate Group. And tell them you heard about what they have to offer on the radio. Don't just dream about driving a souped-up, cool 4x4. Have your dreams become a reality and have it built at Colorado Off-Road in Littleton. Lift your Jeep sky high, add bigger tires, running boards, and winches to that pickup truck. LED lighting, air intakes, and power chips. Colorado Off-Road has all of your parts and accessories for your vehicle. In Littleton, behind the Phil Long Ford dealership, in the Signature Building, on Wadsworth and Quincy. Browse their online showroom at We're all looking for balance. We're so busy with family, with work, and now the holidays. If you know someone who needs a retreat, Five Wellbeing Studio and Spa is an oasis where they can relax and do something good for themselves. Get them a holiday gift certificate to take a yoga class or have a five-star spa day with hot stone massage. Make your loved one a priority and get back in balance at Five Wellbeing Studio and Spa in Littleton. Purchase a $125 gift certificate and receive a $25 gift from them to you. 
There is probably nothing more important when you're injured or have had an accident than to get the right people on your side. People who know what they're doing and truly care about you. You need the best medical team, and you also need champions of the people, Bell and Pollock. Take it from me, Bell and Pollock are the injury attorneys other attorneys call because they know what you should know. They have the most experience, and they're the very best. They get it done. Always available for a free consultation. Bell and Pollock. Champions of the People at championsofthepeople.com. Berg Simpson is a law firm with a national reputation and proven results. Berg Simpson, your fighters for justice when the game is on the line. Go to bergsimpson.com. That's B-U-R-G Simpson.com. Good lawyers changing lives. This is Steve Berg of the Berg Simpson Law Firm. If you've been injured, don't leave the important choice of legal representation to just anyone. We have proven results, and you can check for yourself at BergSimpson.com. That's BergSimpson.com. Berg Simpson, good lawyers changing lives. The Altitude 950 hotline is now open. Call 303-753-0950 to join the show. Salt Lake City, Nuggets, and Jazz tonight. My goodness, how in the heck did Sacramento upset Golden State in Golden State last night? Crazy NBA season thus far. We are joined by Jeff Legwald for ESPN, our Broncos insider. Covers the Broncos, of course, here. Um, we need to get to the Paxton Lynch thing uh, because uh, Paxton uh, has been told now two to four weeks with a high ankle sprain. Uh, my interpretation of two to four weeks is I, I think he's done for the season. Jeff, how do you view it? Well, that's what I do. I do too, Vic, because I also think they might need that roster spot if they keep yeah. getting injuries. So you can't carry three quarterbacks if you need that spot. I also think, is it two to four? And I can't really get a clear answer on this. So I, I admit that right up front and I've tried, but is it two to four to come back to practice or two to four your game ready? Cause a lot yeah. of his issues recently have been he missed two months of practices. So his conditioning hasn't been, you know, prime and ready to go for football because, you know, playing football is kind of the only way to get ready to play football. So is there any part of this injury that just seems fishy? No, I, you know, I looking at him walking in the locker room after the game and all those things, I I don't think so. I think, and I, I, I think I found the play on the video. But if he was the starting quarterback and they were in the playoff chase, they might have taped his shoe up and said, Play. We'll put you in the shotgun and, but it wasn't going well and you've got a player, you know, we, we've talked about, us together have talked about this. The biggest thing, hurdle he had in training camp was confidence issues. Mm-hmm. And, and they were smack into it because I, I put in a story this morning his stats before the interception and, and his stats after the interception. All four sacks are after the interception. Mm-hmm. No rushing attempts after the interception. He had two for 20 before the pick. So it changed the way he was playing, and I think the injury only added on to that. And the, the play before he stayed down, uh, I, I said at the game, I said, you've got uh, – he's limping badly after the handoff. They, they had like a running play, and he did the handoff and did the rollout after it. And he was limping very badly at that point, so I knew I knew something was going to be up. If the Broncos have already determined that he does not have a future with this team, I'm not saying they have, but if, how much would it cost them to part ways in the offseason? Well, he's on a, a rookie deal, so 
and it's late in the first round, so there would be some dead money, but it's not like a free agency signing. I can give you the dead money. Yeah, I mean, I, I've, I've I got, got it in it front in of me bag. now. Yeah, it's four point four. Well, if you cut him now or at the end of the season, it's four, almost four point five. If you cut him after June one, it's three point two. If you trade him, it's two point five. Right. If he's on the roster, it's two point five. And I and I, I don't get that sense yet. I mean, I, I do know that every quarterback. I, I've joked already. They might do it just like a college team does and bring seven quarterbacks to camp next year. But they, they're all getting company. They better just all wrap their heads around it because that's how it's going to be. I woke up this morning and the front page of the Denver Post top corner is my, like my worst nightmare. Simeon back to being Broncos starting QB. And it, and he's going to mess up your draft pick. Exactly. And, and here's, that's, here's the I reason. know where your head's here's going. Here's the reason. They play five teams that they could easily win three. Exactly right. So then you end up six and ten, and you're going to get the, well, he's 14 and 13 as a starter, and in Kirk Cousins' first 27 games, he was 12 and 15. So do you want to spend $718,196 or $25 million? I can already tell the spin. That's what it's going to be. I think think they're going, Mm. I think they're giving those guys plenty of company. It's going to be Trevor Paxton 3.0. No, I think it would be Trevor Paxton, draft pick, and free agent signing. That's what I think. Back to Paxton for a second. I, I, I need to, I need to wrap my head around. Hope you're right. The game plan, alright? We, we talked about what Paxton's strengths are, what right. he does. Why is he under center to start the game? Uh, some of that is, you can't run the ball out of the shotgun. They've been terrible running the ball out of the shotgun. They couldn't run the, the ball out of I know, center but they, either. You can't, they can't protect him in the shotgun because they haven't protected any quarterback in the shotgun this year. The majority of their mistakes have come in three wide out of the shotgun, and they they simply can't play it. And to put him in when they knew, I mean, if you if you were just doing this antiseptically from ten thousand feet, purely objectively, he was not ready to play. In that game, but they put him in because they figure, okay, this is a six-game stretch where he can work through it. Jeff, let me ask you this though, and and I know that Oakland was playing somewhat of a preventish defense, right? But when they went no huddle, and it wasn't all hurry, but it's no huddle, it limits yeah. the substitutions Oakland can make. Their pass rush slows down because the they because they get gassed. Twenty-one out of twenty-two plays. Were called passes. Two of them turned into Trevor they scrambles. Quarterbacks. But 21 out of 22, to me, and, and it ties into Vic's question about game plan. I just look at it and go, why, why not do something different? Like it not simplifies ready. the game for him too. If you always know the personnel that's on the field, it doesn't simplify if it's if all the. I mean, look who caught the touchdowns. Those are not first reads. Those are second, third progressions. Benny Fowler, Cody Latimer catch touchdown passes. Those are not first reads. Those are second, third, fourth mm-hmm. reads. Uh, you got to be able to get to those. Paxton's not ready to do that. But when Trevor first came in, ready, if he's not ready, November of his second season. Some guys take longer. I, I, I'm not a guy that's saying, you know, that's it. It's over. He's not. I, I don't believe that. I've seen guys go years. It's everybody's different. It's like Case Keenum. It's like school. Everybody's different. It takes guys. And he was not taught any or very little of what he would need in pro football at Memphis. They were just trying to win games and play him in an offense that suited him. 
you know, they weren't interested in training him to be a professional. It wasn't like he was going to chemistry class to be a chemist. They were not interested in making an NFL quarterback. I just think they're conservative to a fault. They fall into this trap of our defense is good. Every week, Vance Joseph says, if we just play a clean game, we'll be fine. I think they were trying to protect him. I think they were trying to protect him. When when Trevor Simeon comes in, they're still running the same conservative crap to begin with. He goes one for three for one yard, and they punt. When they they took the training wheels off, I would say for one of the quarterbacks, it was better. I would say, well, he, you know, what he, his advantage over all the other guys right now, even Brock, is and Peyton's told me this, Gary Kubiak's told me this, Trevor's Trevor's brain works different than a lot of quarterbacks. He can handle a lot of information. That's just his strength. That's his thing. Everybody's got a thing that I wish I could handle information, but I can't. But he's that's his strength. That's why he's he's come this far. I mean, Gary Kubiak uh, doesn't throw compliments around privately about quarterbacks, and he – he told me right from the start that his ability to handle information is what separates him. So for him to be able to come in with no practice reps, an offensive coordinator has been on the job for five days and run a no huddle in what is essentially a 17-minute, two-minute drill, that that's rare. You're not going to see that from a lot of guys. When Case Keenum realize and Jared Goff every time played. You compliment, every time you compliment uh, – no, I'm, I'm not. Con- I, look, I, James and I have talked about this a lot. I understand where he's coming from. He's the smartest quarterback on the roster. I don't dispute that. I just don't think that's the. But I don't. I don't. I'm saying thing. I don't think they wouldn't have played either one of the other quarterbacks in that way. That's just not what they're they can do right now, and but they James, don't protect the well thing, enough. James, James, you're a football fan. You don't have to be a football savant or sophisticated to understand. Didn't you just get the feeling when they made the quarterback change on Sunday? Okay, here we go. Here we go. All right, all right, now we're balling. Here we go. No. Didn't you get that no, feeling? No, because when, it, when he first came in the game, it was the exact same thing. Nobody remembers the one for three for one yard and a punt. Nobody remembers that. Wait, they remember the two-minute The guy's going to have a three and out if he doesn't practice I, all week. I get it. But the, their offense was better when they scrapped their running game. But they couldn't have done that with work. the other guys. That's what I'm saying. Well, then, they, then they're piss-poor coaches. They are. Right. And Jared Goff and Case Keenum were terrible when they played for an overly conservative pee-poor coach, and both of them are pretty damn good this year well, when I, people let them play. I would I say that offensive that, staff is incompetent. That cheapens what Goff did on his own in the offseason. That's what I would say to that. Look, I don't think it's just the quarterback change, but there's a lot of guys who've played for Jeff Fisher, other than Steve McNair, who were terrible and they go other places, and they seem to shine. I think what they did, and look, Trevor was fine in the two-minute drill. He also had an interception go right through a guy's hands and turn into a completion. He had a few well, bounces. Well, the a guy's never going to make a mistake is improper. I don't, I don't disagree with that. But my point is, they got when creative. When Peyton Manning they, was Trevor's age, he had thrown his 42nd interception. They I mean, got that, creative that crap because happens. they had to, because down 21 nothing, you ain't going to keep throwing three-yard hitch pads. And it worked. Let me ask a simple question as we go to break. All right. Who's the best quarterback on the Broncos roster right now? Right now, it's Trevor Simeon. All right. That's he it. is. That's all I've been saying. That's he all is. we've been saying. And that's, we've, I mean, that's and all we've lo- been saying from the get-go. I've, I've never disputed that from the get-go. But we're also on a road to nowhere. Ironically. We are, we are November 28th, and I've been saying it since last July, and, and we've learned nothing. Changed. We've learned and nothing. nothing's changed. I know. Right. We've gotten and nowhere. Th- th- Time hasn't changed. Time hasn't improved the lot of those other quarterbacks either. And we're going to have it again next year. Yeah, I honestly believe that 
they're going to make it a crowded room. I just the, the, that's the part of it that drives me crazy, Vic, is because people don't see my point. I've never said Trevor Simeon isn't better than Paxton Lynch right now, ever. But he has far less of a ceiling, and you have to find out if the kid can play. And for the second straight season, we haven't. He's never started back-to-back games, ever. Jared Goff started seven in a row last year, went 0-7, had a game where he threw for under 100 yards, and we haven't found out anything. And it's been a road to nowhere, which is what I've been saying for two years. you want him to play in a boot? I mean, you can't play in a boot. Well, he also had a two-week shoulder injury that kept him out for 12 that weeks. That was not a two-week shoulder Well, that's what they said. So they either lied then or they lied. Things. They either lied then or they lied when he was continually hurt. Uh, they also said Now, he, now you're beeping because no, no. an NFL coach no, no. didn't like, give exact injury information. He also said the week before he became the starter, well, he's only throwing intermediary passes. Four weeks before, he's out on the practice field throwing 25-yard bullets. It's all boulder dash. I've lost track on who you want to blame. Those James. were not There's bullets. So many people. There's so many people on your blame list right Guys now. Guys doing pat and go. We want to put them in a game. Well, I also blame Vance Joseph, so I want to hear Leggy's thoughts on if Vance Joseph survives. Right. You guys are the blame are... game. Yep. No, you know what? I mean, it's, it's the it's worst the team in 50 years. We shouldn't coach. blame anybody. It's the head coach. No. It's the offensive coordinator. Dude, don't it's blame Mike anyone. Cliss. Don't blame it's anyone. gentrification. No, you're right. Don't blame anyone. It's lack of a spare tire. They were, I mean, who else are we blaming? They were four minutes from getting shut out for the second time in six weeks, and they hadn't been shut out in 25 years. I don't think anybody should be to blame. It's all going swimmingly. <laughs> but They've lost seven one. straight. They pick haven't one. won since October 1st. They're gonna, if they win this week, they'll have gone more than two full months without a loss, but we shouldn't blame anyone. No! Blame Trump! No, I don't want to blame anyone. Let's go down and bro hug them all. Bro hug them all. (laughs) Maybe in this next segment we'll do a priority list. Who's to blame? From top to bottom. I'll be ready. Manchester's list. Yeah. Let's, who's to blame top to bottom? Let's get through it. Teflon John. I want to ask Leggy about this, uh, compensation committee that's meeting today. To determine the future of one Roger Goodell. That's next on the Dick Lombardi Show. Altitude 950 is the home of your Denver Nuggets. Talk a little Nuggets. And we've got Nuggets Insider Adam Mares all week long. The latest Nuggets insight and analysis you won't get anywhere else. Mondays with Moj. Tuesdays with Kreckman and Harris. Wednesdays with Dick Lombardi. And Thursdays with Hastings and Brownman. If Millsap does return, it's going to be in the final weeks of the season. And the team's going to have to reintegrate him and figure a bunch of things out. So I think they'll stay afloat. But I think long term, this kind of lowers their ceiling quite a bit. Adam Mares from DenverStips.com. On Altitude 950. The breakfast burrito, mostly. Sam's number three. I sucker for burritos, and then you make a breakfast, and I'm in. I love their home fries, and I love the tomatillo sauce. Love the green chili here. Everything looked really good, and then I turned the page and saw there was a whole other page of breakfast. I think there's a taste for everybody. I love the menu. It's a great selection. Well, it's been a long-held tradition in my family. I've been coming here since I was a little girl. Sam's number three in Aurora, off Havana and Parker, in Glendale, off Cherry and Wheatsdale, and downtown at 15th and Curtis. is a good word. Save hundreds on your next Yukon, Buick Encore, Sierra 1500, or Acadia at Sus Buick GMC. At Sus, there are no dealer fees, ever. The price you see is the price you pay plus tax. Sus saves you hundreds on their vast selection of over 500 new and used cars and trucks. So when you're looking at the sleek and powerful new GMC terrain on Sus.net, you can focus on how you'll spend the hundreds you saved. Sus Buick GMC, where they treat you like family. Family owned for over 35 years at 13
1501 South Havana in Aurora. My daughter couldn't keep up with math in school. It was it was really hard for her. Brooke has an above average IQ and yet she wasn't learning. You're frustrated. You're unable to get those answers and solutions that you're looking for and you're exhausted because you've gone through every other option. I feel like all I did was yell at my kid all day. We just got through pretty much until we found brain balance. That's when she started to thrive. Brain balance is the answer for your kid because it didn't just mask the problems, it actually addressed the issue. We started seeing huge differences in her behavior. Suddenly things were clicking for her. I would ask him how he did in school and he'd smile. When those things start to click, when those things start to go, it's so exciting. Brain balance didn't just help for Brooklyn, it helped for our whole family. Brain balance worked for my kids. There is hope for your struggling child. Brain Balance works. Call 800-877-5500. That's 800-877-5500. Or go to brainbalance.com. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Ten seconds left to go. The countdown. Cleared up. Out of the zone. You hear it right there. Caller number 5, 303-753-0950. 303-753-0950. Caller number 5 is qualified to go see the Avs and Sabres sit in the penalty box before the game and then get four tickets to the game. Ultimate Avs VIP experience. Vic will do that through Friday. Pick a winner on Kreckman and Harris on Friday. Caller 5, 303-753-0950. Beautiful. Call in. Sit in the penalty box? You get to sit cool. in the box yeah. before the game. It's a pretty cool prize. Uh, and then you get four great tickets. You get to throw your afterwards. stick down because you're really mad. Cause you... Yeah, well, they keep, the, they keep the pucks yeah. for the game in the penalty oh, yeah, box. The you, get, you know, I'm not encouraging you to do anything wrong here, but you could probably take one out, look and at it. And then you go it. to the box, then you feel shame. Yeah. Yes. Can you imagine if you gave Crabtree and Tlaib sticks? In which to play a game. Or if they had to sit in a box. I think the NFL with a penalty box would be funny. Public shaming? That would be good. And then you'll feel shame. Hey, do you want my rankings real quick, Vic? (laughs) Here it comes. Okay, here we go. Without further ado, these are James Manchester's rankings. Who to blame for Paxton Lynch's poor play besides Paxton Lynch himself? Oh, no, I thought we were ranking who's to blame for them being three and three and eight. No, 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 no. The, the rankings oh. I had, because every time we bring up Lynch, it's always somebody else. It's, it's the coach, the coordinator, the GM. It's always some, you never blame the actual guy. Oh, okay. And you threw, you yeah. threw a lot of other things on the pile there. Yeah. I, mean, I, I, I don't think I did that at all. I, I think Sorry. I think Paxton Lynch is certainly on the list of people to blame for Paxton Lynch's um, poor performance. They also did not ask him to do anything, anything. So if you don't ask me to do anything, well, they're not in you can't really blame me for not doing anything. Watching you all week and then asking mm. you to do stuff that didn't work out. That's what like this mean, notion that they sit around and say, let's keep all the good players secret and not let them play. Yeah. I think I think they're you. I think they're conservative to a fault. They were conservative to a fault with Trevor with Trevor Simeon. Well, well, how it's many why they got you shut out in San John? Diego. It's why they got shut out in San Diego. First shut out in 25 years. So right. they were this way with Trevor Simeon. It's why they had 10 points in the fourth quarter, late in the fourth quarter, against the dog butt Bengals at home because they were conservative to a fault with Brock Osweiler, and they were conservative to a fault and came out and ran the exact same crap 
that they've been running all year long with Paxton Lynch. To not run, to, to not come out and run stuff he ran at Memphis is ridiculous. And you can't tell me, oh, you can't change. You've been doing it all year. They did it with Tebow between the Detroit game and the Oakland game, and it was one week. And they went into Oakland right. yeah. and ran How what Tim Tebow. They lost three in a row and couldn't move the ball Fine. at all. Fine, but they also that's, had, that's they had five or six great weeks. The they went to, to the nowhere. playoffs. They won arguably the most exciting game ever played. Yeah, he threw can't a find a new sponsor stadium. Thomas did the rest. Fine, but you, you, are you telling me that year wasn't better than this year? That was As the road fan, to nowhere. You knew okay, that wasn't going to be an NFL well, And offense. here's the thing people don't talk about. If not for that year, if Tim Tebow doesn't take that team and make them 8-8 eight and eight and have them win a playoff game – Instead of going three and thirteen or four and twelve like they would have with Kyle Orton, there's no way in hell Peyton Manning comes here. He ain't coming to a total rebuild project. He can join a team that had that went to the playoffs and add him as the quarterback. That's part of the reason he's here. I would so thank you, Tim Tebow. We appreciate it. <laughs> if you don't think that year was better than better than this year, no, then I'm, I, don't in know, terms I don't know why we're arguing. In terms of future, I mean, they didn't have. Uh, they didn't have Pro Bowl players on one side of the ball. They didn't have. They had an offense that everyone knew was not a long-term solution. And uh, when they, you know, when after Belichick undresses them in the playoffs, then then everybody knew they were going to do something. And they were the only team that offered that much guaranteed money to Peyton okay. when it was uncertain he was going to be able to throw again. Okay, well, you know. James, you always talk about why don't the Broncos do this? Why don't they enable that? You, you sound like an entitled kid here with Paxton. No, no, why you're right. You're right. No, no, Vic, you guys are right. Why they, you're right. Why don't they, they make it easy on him? No, no, no. Why don't they watch him? Why don't they push him? No, no. Why don't they? Why don't That's they? That's not send what I'm saying at all. Help him. You, you, you guys want to run the exact same thing, no, I didn't no say matter that. who your That's quarterback is, and force a square peg into a round hole. I'm saying be a good coach and run something that is suited for your guys' That's talent. That's fine. But You're yeah. right. I'm an enabler. Let's call me a snowflake no, again because we almost got through the show without a snowflake. Me, so let's do it. Who I mean, come on. A snowflake. Vic called us both snowflakes. You yesterday. guys are snowflakes. No, the, I, the mentality I think the you're using is, right now, the, the mentality you're using regarding Baxton Lynch is so snowflake, it's outrageous. <laughs> okay. You are blaming everybody but him. That's not a Listen compliment, to yourself, James. You're blaming the coaches. You're blaming the team. You're blaming the front office. Okay. You're blaming everybody but the player okay. for his inability to play. Well, in this Think segment, in this segment, I have said I blame Paxton Lynch. He's on the list of people to play, to blame. So I've blamed him. So to say I don't is categorically false. So that's the first thing. The second thing is, if you're a coach, your job is to find things that your guy can do and do well and run those. And when they come out and they're under center and it's give the ball to Sammy Winder 2.0, give the ball to Devontae Booker, give the ball to Jamal Charles, none of which had a run for longer than four yards on the entire day. They had 13 carries for 30 yards and set the guy up in third and six all day and put him under center. I'm going to sit here and go, that was less than imaginative from the coaching staff. Okay, fine. You're right. It's all on Paxton Lynch. It's his fault. He called the handoffs to C.J. Anderson. Come on. I just think it was... If a, that doesn't win fired up finale, I'm walking off this show. That's <laughs> a throwdown. Uh, I, no, I think it's... They can't line him up in the shotgun and play the Memphis way if you can't protect him. And they can't. They can't protect any quarterback right now. And to go to pass-first mode... With and every most everything he threw 
look, I've, I charted every throw he made, throw he made the last two years at Memphis. Most of them are outside the numbers. Most of them out of the shotgun. Most of them are one read throws. Those don't work in the NFL. It's not going to happen. I've been trying to, I've been That's trying not to what Carson Wentz is doing. Okay. Well, what they're doing you, right now, it's not working. You You're right. Up, if you line up in I'm not shotgun, saying what they're tell doing. the defense that you're going to throw, throw, throw. Guess what the defense is going to do, James? They're going to come at him and hurt the guy three plays into the game. What they do? You understand how this works? They ran. They, I mean, they ran they 21 pass plays in their final hit. 22 games. Uh, 22 plays. They ran 21 pass plays in their final 22 plays. How'd that turn Oakland's out? Was it, Oakland's in a different defense at that juncture. Of the there's game. a different guy quarterback. Defense. Come on, man. Those, oh, so they block be better for the different quarterback? It. No, the ball is out, James. The ball yeah. is out. You guys just with oh, you know what? They can't block for him, and they got to go. They got to run the ball, run the ball, run the ball. Well, I'm tired I'm, of it. They can't run the freaking ball. They can't. They're that doesn't awful mean at you it. Just ditch it because be, he got hurt anyway, and they still they do it your way. He's hurt sooner. That's <sighs> yeah, all. Yeah, because doing it this way protected him. Well, I mean, they tried. No, well, according to James, the fired-up finale has already been crowned. Yeah, that should so we'll be. let Jesse make that the That should mind be a money. Up. That's given, right? Right now, Who our makes the call on fired-up finale? Who's the judge This of man judges? right here, Jesse Trujillo. Push the button. Woo! This with a big is the fired-up finale presented by the Troy Hansford Real Estate Team. Here's what's got us fired up today. Keep me fired up. Ball to Sammy Winder 2.0. Give the ball to Devontae Booker. Give the ball to Jamal Charles, none of which had a run for longer than four yards on the entire day. They had 13 carries for 30 yards and set the guy up in third and six all day and put him under center. I'm going to sit here and go, that was less than imaginative from the coaching staff. Okay, fine. You're right. It's all on Paxton Lynch. It's his fault. He called the handoffs to C.J. Anderson. Come on. I just think it was... If a, that doesn't win Fired Up Finale, I'm walking off this show. That's <laughs> a throwdown. Well, good news. James lives to see another show because he does win for that finale. You know, it's funny. I was listening to you say that, though, and everything you said, I just imagine. Imagine if he was using a different name at quarterback. Is it fair that they set up a third and long for Trevor Simeon? Is it fair that the coaches don't dial up more imaginative plays? Is it fair? I mean, you could put any quarterback in that offense and the same issues arise. They can't protect the position. They can't do it. So Again, it's unfair to evaluate the position. As I said in this segment, they were overly conservative with Trevor Simeon. That's why they get shut out at L.A. They were overly conservative with Brock Osweiler. That's why they had 10 points at home against the Bengals late in the fourth quarter because the coaching staff is unimaginative, stubborn, and overly conservative. It has nothing to do with the quarterback, but you've turned it into I'm making excuses for Paxton. Well, they, did, they did fire a guy. They did just fire false. the guy who was calling those plays. Well, the new guy ain't any better either. Well, you got five days. What do you want to do? Oh, well, who's making hey, excuses question. now? I'm not making Leggy, excuses. There's reality Leggy, before sometimes. We say, before I mean, we say goodbye, last question. Kubiak still a part of the organization. Is that role going to increase in any manner? Uh, I keep being told no. So, I, you know, I'm, I'm yeah. taking people at their word right now, but I keep being told no. He's not a scout, correct? Yes, personnel. And his, just... his job is to evaluate quarterbacks. In the upcoming draft, so wow, uh, things come full circle, don't they? And they, they've now James will like to know this, but they have spent a lot of money and they've sent a lot of scouts to every major quarterback name that will be on the board 
in April. That's good because the guy making the pick loved Brandon Whedon. 